0: Welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves Podcast. I am the one and only, the amazing, Daniel.
1: (laughs) The only one?
0: Only one. There's only me.
1: Oh, I I was going to say, I'm like, you're the only one on this podcast, huh?
2: There can be only one. Highlander.
1: I love Highlander. Highlander. baby. Hell yeah, I love Highlander. I've
2: survived the
0: first guest, or I've survived the first host that was with me. (laughs) I (laughs) will survive you two.
2: I will live on in this podcast forever. (laughs) Is he insinuating that we are going to pass on and he is going to live past us? Yes, we're expendable. Oh, even worse, he's going to get rid of us. Mm -hmm.
1: Hmm. There's gonna be like a great purge, not like the really shitty movie. Like, but, but we'll we'll be just. Hey,
0: the first two purges were fun.
1: The first one was okay. Everything else past that point was just a disappointment. I felt the same way about all the Scream movies too. Like Scream, (gasps) yeah, I fucking said it. Scream Two is like the pinnacle Scream. I
2: haven't seen those one, and I I actually want to. I was not impressed. I was not impressed.
1: I was not impressed. Also, I heard. This I would like little... to
2: talk about
0: it if people want to know.
1: Ooh, I mean, feel free if, if you if you'd like to. All right, here's this.
0: A... Wait, I don't want to ruin it for Benny. Never mind. We'll keep moving on. <laughs> okay, fair
1: enough. So, so Dan, you uh, you came up with a, a podcast topic for this week. What what you got for us?
0: So this isn't like our top five favorite songs of all time because who the hell can come up with that? That's impossible. That's ridiculous. This is just five songs we think are perfect. They might not be your favorite song. You might just think. I think this song is perfect. I want the world to know about this song if they don't already know about this song. Or, this is a song that means a lot to me. It may not be my favorite song, but it is a perfect song for me.
1: It's like the Simple mm-hmm. Plan song. I'm sorry, I can't be perfect.
0: I'm Why savvy. did you bring up Simple Plan in like every episode? Because
1: I just got Simple Plan on vinyl today.
2: Right. I actually got it at work, too. I, uh, did, I ordered it,
0: but I didn't like pay for it, it. I'm the
2: only one who did not get it. <laughs> I know you're the only one. <laughs> wait a second Benny you're the one
1: that like clued me into it on Amazon you're just like I, oh dude this is such a good deal you should totally get because it, it was like $15 I was like yes absolutely that's a good deal
3: yeah oh, I, man definitely... I was excited
0: because it was 25 at my store that's oh. you... is way cheaper <laughs>
1: do you have uh which, which uh which variant did you get do you know Dan
0: I don't know I've, I didn't pay for it yet so it's oh, in the back it. wrapped
1: got it wait did you they have like a is coming
0: this week what's coming this week Like, it sucks, because I don't have any mics. I just went on a vacation. Happens. And all my pre-orders are coming in at once. Uh Uh-huh. This Friday, uh, Chiodos, All Nerdies Beware comes in. Ooh, nice. I know, and that's such an amazing album. Can't pick that up yet. Yeah. Um, I finally got Weezer Pinkerton. I can't pick that up yet.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. You you didn't have Pinkerton in your collection? I'm surprised.
0: No, I have Blue, Green, melodrats uh okay human the red album the white album but no i don't have pinkerton yet. wow
1: interesting that that was like the first weezer record that i purchased i even buy the blue album before i bought pinkerton
0: oh and then another exciting one that's at the store waiting for me and i just cannot wait spenny will appreciate this hold Uh-oh. on oh is i ordered it back in november and then it just never came in the suspense but came i finally in. have you'll be fine by hot mulligan Ooh, awesome. nice I know.
2: that's awesome
0: do you need it, either of you? Because I ordered two, one for the store and one for me. I think I got no, it.
2: No, I, I ordered the, tr- like, the, like, the, tr- the, tr- as like a, as like a trio, um, deal from the Wax Bodega. <laughs> mm. okay. I've honestly purchased so much shit from them because they are a really great online vendor. They probably, like, one of like, the, the best I've come across. Not
1: online. only that, but they're, like, also their pressings are really, really nice too. So it's like, and they're at a decent yeah. price. They're not, like, overly priced that you'd find yeah. it in most other vendors
2: and yep. even the packaging like they like i actually keep i, I don't know if you have any fr- any from them dan yep. um so like they could stay a little like a bit oh, it's almost like an insert that mm-hmm. kind of tells you like like what the pressing is like how many of that pressing um is available um so it's kind of cool to have a little bit of a an extra um with your vinyl so i mean yeah but i i bought all of their collection like of hot mulligan's collection from uh like from them basically so right on uh, although
1: not as cheap as wax bodega vile me please does something very very similar or at least it used to do something similar uh the mm-hmm. one thing that i appreciate about it even though this feels like kind of snooty and snotty is uh they would include a like a mini poster that would go with every album that would that the should be out every month and on the back of it would mm-hmm. have a custom cocktail that you would uh, that you could drink <gasps> along with yeah with uh yeah, that's awesome right up, Dan's yeah. alley. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, uh,
0: I have volume one and volume two of Booze and Vinyl, which are just books that have cocktails to go with albums. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I they, bought them in the idea of having friends over, putting on a record, and making cocktails. Hell, yeah. I still haven't done that yet, so maybe. We should too. do
2: that. We I should, mean, that um, sounds right up like my alley. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Let's before do we it. get on topic here, another thing. Yeah. Did you guys listen to that Electron album yet? I have song? not.
1: I have not. Uh, you mean the, the, the Skiba thing? Yes. Yeah, I have not listened Remember,
0: to it yet. It's not oh, just Matt Skiba. No. It's like a bunch of people. Oh, got it. It's like a super group. Got it. No, but I haven't. Two songs have dropped from that. Anyone listening out there who's interested, it's the new Matt Skiba side project. He's not out of Auckland Trio. Don't worry. He's still working with them. But out of the two songs, She Is War is a really fun song. Dirty Jacks" is all right.
2: Mm-hmm. But we'll so, see. So another song that we all agree is an absolute... Dumpster banger. fire?
3: Dumpster Band fire.
2: Dumpster fire. <laughs> You guys knew where I was going with this anyway. I don't even know what it's fucking called, but the new song from Thirty Seconds of Shit. Oh my. Uh, God. Sorry, Mars. Uh, oh. Thirty Seconds of Mars. Um. Yeah. So I totally forgot to bring this up because I remember hearing it and I like and I remember talking saying to myself, I have to bring this up to the guys. I totally forgot, mostly because it is fucking unmemorable and it's completely shit. And it's I really was bad. so turned off. i I used to love. I mean. Again, yeah, I was going to say, looked, it's so funny because you guys lie. just
1: eat out of their buttholes. Like, oh my god, Three Seconds of Mars is so good. They put on such a good live show. I'm like, dude, this song fucking sucks.
2: They so do put on a good live show. They did. They do put on a good live show. I mean, before he became kind of weird. Jesus. Um, and and yeah, like, like, like A Beautiful Lie, I love. It's a great record. It's
1: a fantastic record. Even This Is War a, is a good record. But I, I'd argue anything past that point has just been kind of mediocre I at agree. best. And then not to mention, it, I don't know, Dan, if you saw this or not, but I'm pretty sure, Benny, you posted in our little group chat that um, sure. 30 Seconds of Mars is doing a vinyl pressing of, like, their latest record that hasn't even come out yet. And it's, like, that was in dollars for, like, some sort of, like— it's like a
2: box oh, that of everything. Was, that was me. Yeah,
1: but it was, like— it, it was, like a, it's a so cold.
2: pretentious, though. like I know. If you it's look a side at Polaroid from
1: it, Jared Leto. It's so dumb. It's, like, yeah, a military know, cabinet or whatever, or uh, military, like, ammunition, looks, like, holster. Like,
2: It looked exactly like a box of trash, (laughs) like like a trash can and yeah, like the Polaroid from his private collection. Like how pretentious is that? Yeah. Yeah. And it was funny. So, and you know, it's going to be like a
1: Polaroid of like a shag carpet that he saw like when he was like, it's
2: probably, yeah, (laughs) It's probably like some piece of garbage for too. Yeah. But I remember when I was younger and I first found like that 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 album. Mm-hmm. I was talking. Remember, I was talking to like my like my like girlfriend at the time, and she was telling me how. I remember this, but how, uh, like Thursday's Mars wouldn't put their pictures on the album cover because they didn't want people to know who they were oh god and oh, i'm geez. like that's so. looking back on that at the time it was like oh it's kind of cool it's and now not. i'm like that's so terrible and pretentious like oh i'm such a big fucking deal i'm a movie star we're,
1: <laughs> we're at 30 seconds bars and we love the smell of our own farts thank you very much <sighs> anyways Again,
2: like, i my favorite song is probably like from yesterday that's, I that's a great track love that track but and the music video the for that album Not that man though like it's a, uh, it's, it's unfortunate the
1: music video for that song is also fucking fantastic too i i like the fact that at least at least during a beautiful lie that they would make these like really grandiose epic music videos that would go along with their songs yes. that look more like little mini movies man oh, yes. the, those are so freaking cool and then i remember now like looking back at him, like god can you just get to the song please uh, i don't know i'm an old man though <laughs> Anyways, um,
0: nope, we're not doing it. No, done yet. no? Okay. We were talking about, like, kind of, I was thinking about it. You guys were bringing up maybe doing, like, not new Music Monday anymore, but, mm-hmm. like, talking about songs we've heard. Yeah. And I had a bunch, that's what I was doing with Electron and whatnot. And so I want to know Benny's thought on the new Your Broken Hero song featuring Newfound Glory.
2: Oh. I, I liked it. I mean, I didn't hate it. I, I think it's. I mean, again, I'm pretty biased just because I actually like I I, I love Nevermind Glory, and I'm also a pretty like big fan of uh, of, of Matt. Matthew, yeah. I think he, I honestly, because like, I know people have they have his his critics, but I really enjoy his little like spoofs on on like po- on like, like Ponko emo. his whole thing is like, again he is marketing it really really well, and I'm sure he's making a lot of money from. The pockets of all these elder emos. Uh, However, however, like I enjoy a lot of what he's put out, and I I think I told you guys before I did I did pre-order like the vinyl that he's (laughs) going to release probably like next year, (laughs) Um, next year or whatever. But if it's going to include like the song and all these like collaborations with all these artists that I love, it could be pretty sweet, and it's going to be a pretty rare pressing because i mean i actually like because when you when you like i guess backup kickstarter you can interact with the art like the artist or the creator right so right i asked i asked a question about hey are you going to do like a specialty like pressing variant for for this for this because i'm assuming you're going to release it to like the masses after it's released he's like probably not it's probably gonna be just it's probably gonna be just because vinyl costs so much to to manufacture and make it's probably only gonna be for the backers now that could be full of shit i don't know how accurate that is because it still depend really on early how early well it game. sells correct exactly yeah. it, it's still really early in the game hey if he can make money after he sells it to like his backers that's sweet but yeah it's a who knows but i'm i'm excited for it but uh yeah, I was curious what you thought, Dan. Then.
0: So, I liked the song, but then I watched the music video and I came up with a thing I'm 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 thinking about here. So, I think Matt is a funny person. He's a great internet presence. He's doing great, but like his normal personality versus his emo personality. It almost feels like he's mocking the emo culture when he jumps into the tight skinny black outfit with the hair the because hair, he's yeah. such like a pretty boy normal person like i mean it, but he's he's also a fan of the music you know this because he you know, you could tell he's a fan of the music it's not just him mocking but it almost feels mocking and i felt that in the music video mm. a little bit and I, the music video kind of ruined it for me but i did i like the idea of the red light kisser because that's kind of a cute concept i've had like my wife you know red lights you stop you kiss them it's cute
2: you don't get a kiss at the red but light? All, I've never gotten a kiss I've never done that. at a red light. so I'll start kissing hurt. you at red
0: lights. Hot. I like to give you guys kisses at yellow lights because it's riskier.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what are you going to stop or are you going to keep going? No, no, you, no. We can we, we'll I feel green would be of the utmost riskiness, <laughs> in my opinion. But either way, I haven't gotten uh, a kiss from red, green, or yellow. So Greens are just for hand jobs.
1: I was just saying I've gotten I've gotten different things at uh, red lights and yellow lights, but I can't say it's been a kiss.
0: Aw. Oh,
1: I know. Aww. Never been kissed at a red light. Drew Barrymore. Oh, forever and ever. Uh okay, gentlemen. Songs? Yes?
0: I want
2: to say too, this was hard <laughs> as fuck. Oh. Hard as That's fuck. Same, like, do. Don't tell me you're gonna give me I another, another topic. Chase... Remember these
0: these didn't have to be your favorite songs. Just songs you. Fun. I know, and we can do this again in the
2: future if you we were should. like, oh, I missed some." We should. We definitely should because I I changed mine numerous times, and again, I think you put it perfectly before how that's... these aren't necessarily like our favorite songs. Like we're not putting but, that label on these, but they are perfect for us. Um perfect for us in some way so i definitely like that and i'm gonna use that as em- as my as my ammunition to pu- push forward because yeah i it was hard for me to pick these five all right let's do and it but, let's get into it yeah Dance.
1: let's do it uh so the way i've set it up is uh dan you go first benny you go second and i will go third and that's how we're, that's how we're going to do it okay so, Daniel, uh, do you want to cue yours up or do you want me to just play it and then we can talk about it and, and, play, and it. Okay, play, play it? Okay, play it. Play the bitch. Fair play enough. Bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, this is uh, Dan's uh, first pick. Let's give it a listen. Oh.
0: So I've always been a fan of like the new wave, dark wave sound, Mm -hmm. but only in the past like couple years has it become more of a part of my life, like complete part of my life. I think working at a record store, I've been able to like explore more, but Violator by Depeche Mode has always been one of my favorite albums of all time. And uh, something about this moody English band just gets me and I love it. Uh, This song just... The first time I heard it, it always stuck with me. And like in my head, I'll be humming it as I'm walking down the streets, even if I haven't heard it for a long time.
1: It's a really good tune for sure.
0: Yeah. And I know it's like the single and everyone's like, oh, you could have went deeper. But no, like these are perfect songs. And this is a perfect song. This was a single for a reason Mm -hmm. because it's an amazing song. And even with his like monotone vocals through the whole thing, just the beautiful synthesizers, it's just like a it's a mood. And I'm always in that mood
1: i mean it's pure it's pure 80s right i mean it's, it's it's yeah it's born out of that era and i think that was right where everything was getting like really experimental with like different drum machines and and keep and uh, synthesizers and what have you and i feel like they just took advantage of like every single aspect of all the that kind of new tech quote-unquote uh and uh yeah really just knocked it out of the park that's i i find myself going back to that song a lot too i've I think there's, there's another song. I think it's off of Exciter that I really like, too, and I can't think of it right now for the life of me. If I had to, oh, it's going to bother me now because I really, really like that song a lot. Um, but
0: and There's a bunch of songs off Black Celebration. That album is fire as well. Oh, like, my
1: gosh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to bother me
0: there's now. The, there's not an album by theirs I don't love. The newest one, and there's a few newer ones that I don't go back to all the time. Sure. But it, there's always three or four songs on them I find mm. just stellar.
1: Yeah. Dream On's the song I'm thinking of, by the way. That, and so I like, freaking love that song so much.
0: And they're playing in November, and I really need to find a oh, way to go. Because I've never
2: seen Depeche Mode Live.
1: Ooh, yeah, you should for sure.
2: I mean, like, again, this is not really in my, uh, I guess, a wheelhouse usually, However, this song—I've and I mentioned this before. Like, this like bar to you guys before. on mm-hmm. um, the loop, like I can just picture like this song and just like vibing, yeah, on on the dance floor, yeah. Because like, they definitely played this song too. So like I, when I have that like, memory of this song, it's there, and just like it's Friday and Saturday nights, like just like vibing and it's dancing, and it's it's a great song, and I, I do I can definitely appreciate it. I I would never put this on. Really, I guess like, in, my own, in my own, notion. You should, I, just because I haven't. I mean, I haven't. I but I you have should. The I, have the I, I should. Fine, we'll see. We'll Does see. that have Violator?
1: Uh, I don't have Violator in my collection, but it's it's on my oh. it's not it's on my wish list.
0: Well, for Benny's sake, not yours, because I know you can get anything.
1: Oh, oh, I can. <laughs> sure I can Benny get anything can
0: too. But so I have a copy of Violator that I've had for honestly fifteen years. Oh and shit! It's it's beat up. It still plays perfect, but mm. we have a new copy at the store, and I think in, like, a month or two, I'm going to, like, refresh it. And yeah. I, I think I'm going to gift it to Benny, so
2: he actually listens to the whole album. Aww.
3: <laughs>
1: it's a good album, honestly. It, it's, yeah, it's, that'd be
2: sweet, it's man. It's a classic
1: for Intel its right. That'd
2: be awesome. It kind of reminds me, again, I don't know if it was on the soundtrack, but it, you guys ever play Vi- like Vice City? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it kind of has, like, a Vice City in like, picture, like, just... In, in that in that like world like oh yeah. You, you in the car. I don't know if it was on the soundtrack, but I, I don't like think it, it was if it was
1: But but I know the song that was uh Cutting Cruise, I Just Died in Your Arms tonight is on is on that uh, soundtrack. <sighs> it's a good song. Man, nothing Nothing Love cool, yeah. Nothing cooler than running over hookers while <laughs> listening to that song.
2: Do I need your arms tonight. I just in so your arms tonight. That's, that's hilarious. I never actually made that connection. That's it's so, so good. Nothing you said. That's so, I know, it's people, so like, good. I know we good. we have alluded to doing like a video game, like, like soundtrack at some oh, point. Oh, but we so will. That, don't worry. That, we have to. Cause we will. <laughs> have you ever played Pa Rapper the rapper?
1: I have, of course. Punch kick, it's all I in mean, the mind, man.
0: Punch kick, it's all in the mind. That's right. That's gonna be definitely probably a maybe. <laughs> definitely probably maybe on my list. Did you ever
1: play its a kind of I guess I would say bastardized cousin, uh, Unjammer Lammy by chance? No. There there, no there was a there was a <laughs> female the there, <laughs> there was a female version of Parappa the Rapper, and it was called Unjammer Lammy, and it was exactly the same art style pretty much the same exact premise the only difference is it was a female character as opposed to a uh, a boy character so it was a way to basically just try to like recruit uh, more girls into gaming which i think is a very progressive idea at the time it's unfortunate that the game had just <laughs> flat. no one picked it up it's really sad but oh well anyways benny we move on to uh your first pick of your your perfect songs what uh do you want to just play it or do you want to you want to talk about it? cue it up what do you want to do play
0: it first just play it all right play, play it first play it. i want to be surprised by all these
1: we should also probably, for the uninitiated, too, we should probably say what the artist and song title is after we're done playing it.
0: Oh, sorry. That was Depeche Mode. Enjoy the silence of the album, Violator. There
1: you go. <laughs> just, just to make sure in case no one's ever heard it before. Anyways, here you go. Here's uh, your first pick there, Benny. <laughs> no, I'm not playing the chorus. No.
0: All right, fine, Go on.
2: Pineapple. It's more than 30. So the song is do uh, Dope Beats Are Hard uh, by The Audition. Um, I believe they're from Ohio. I, they, I are. Think they, they are. I think the lead singer may be from Michigan, um, but they're from the, from, from the area. Uh, I love the song. So I first heard the song and it wasn't in its original form. It was on... Punk Goes Acoustic Volume 2. Mm-hmm. which good one Yeah. It's a good one for sure. I fucking like, love that compilation so much. I wish they would have pressed that on, on vinyl. I don't think it is, but if I had one like compilation album, that's one I would pick. Like 100%. It is... won't do
0: many. C- compilations, because you have to get the rights of everyone and every, every record song. label they're on.
1: That's the reason why yeah. we won't get a lot of pop goes com- uh, punk uh, vinyl copies either, because or uh, things pressed on vinyl because of the fact that like all those ro- rights and royalties that got to get paid out. Yeah,
2: that, that's a very good point. They did release, they got Punko's Punko's, Ac- Punko's Acoustic Volume Three. Did they? S- did Somewhat recently. I um, think I think it was somewhat recently, but it was. I mean, it wasn't as good as as two. Two's um, really I found good. one to be. Well, one would be pretty good, pretty good as well. But two has a lot of great, a lot of great songs. So yeah, I fell in love with the song there. Then I found the album, uh, controversy, controversy loves company, and then I just fell in love with the entire like, album and the band. I I honestly feel like the audition, and I don't, it's not really a hot take, but I feel like it's. I never ever hear anybody talking about the audition when it comes to that era of. Like like pop punk emo music, I I don't ever really hear anybody talking about them. They're fire.
0: And, they should definitely be talked about. And I
2: feel like they should be exactly. Like, it it kind of bums me out. And I I do hear them every once in a while when someone throws like a like a like, like a emo like emo or like like that era like scene music like playlist. I do hear it once in a while, but I really feel like they should be like 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 held to that higher standard because they're fantastic. I, I think the song. Amongst most of those songs, it's catchy as fuck, and I really, it just gives me that like scene vibes that we that we all love from that two thousands era music.
1: Yeah, absolutely for sure. All right, gentlemen, we move. Wait, on. Wait, wait. I
2: just want to go over what's on Punk Goes Acoustic
0: One because sure. that's the more, yes, far please. superior album. I mean, we have Memory by Sugar Cult, Letters Ooh. to You by Finch, Hole in the World by Thursday, Playing Favorites by Starting Line. That's all in a row. Yeah, like, those, that's
3: are, your, those are those are really getting good. Punch
0: in the face. Then you get Cute Without the E acoustically. Um, that rise against swing life away is gut wrenchingly beautiful. Piebald the king.
2: Yeah, that's good.
0: Punkos. I mean, they're both great. Don't get me wrong. Punkos acoustic too is fair. great. But
2: and I think the reason why I like it better is just because I found it first and it ha- have it has that like that like, emotional like. That's fair. N- uh, that's fine to me. But one is great too, 100. percent But I do have a little bit of bias just because I found it first. And <laughs> all right, let's. It's your opinion, Shakira's. man.
1: All right. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to guess this one. But maybe. We'll see. Uh, this, is, uh, this is my first pick. Give it a listen. All right, so do either one of you know? I'm sure you probably can guess the singer, but you guys know the song by chance, or I
0: mean, I'm assuming it's Captain Jack by Billy Joel. It is
1: Captain Jack by Billy Joel. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So
0: I actually would have known the name of the song, but I know that singer. So. <laughs> have you heard but that he song says before, Captain yet? Jack over and over. Yeah.
1: Have you heard that song before? No. Ooh. I'm not. Interesting. So uh, this was, believe it or not. My first introduction to Billy Joel as a child, uh, which is not the greatest song to be introduced to because it's about a, uh, a white suburbanite kid that basically uh, goes down to like the slums of like the inner city to go shoot up heroin, essentially, because he's got a bunch of money. And yeah, it's it's a it's a dark fucking story. Um, so, so much so that I did a little bit of research on the song. And at the time, it was so controversial that they wouldn't play it on the radio because um. For some odd reason, the the DJs thought it was glorifying drug use, but was actually glorifying just like rich suburbanite kids. Like so, so much so that like Billy Joel had to like issue like I wouldn't say like a press release, but just like a statement. It was kind of like if you guys would pay attention to lyrics. It's about a about a kid that's, like, an absolute scumbag, and, like, he doesn't care about anything around him. His whole life's going to crap, and the only thing he gives, cares about is going down to the, the slums of the inner city and scoring heroin off a drug dealer by the name of Captain Jack and just getting high off his ass. Um, but it, it's the progression of the story is brilliant in terms of a storytelling standpoint like i know billy joel gets like shit on uh occasionally just because of the fact that like he's so played out and he has so many hits and it's kind of like oh he's just the generic you know 70s songwriter what have you but some of the stuff that he was talking about in that song just a lot of the songs that he's put out are have this beautiful just story that goes along with it. Like, you really kind of get lost in it. And uh, I highly recommend, if you haven't heard it, like I said, it's uh, it's Captain Jack by Billy Joel. It's off the album Piano Man, which you thought I would have picked Piano Man, but that song has been incredibly played out. I um, figured i give you guys a deep cut. Um, like I said, the whole record itself is fantastic. And that song is just an absolute pinnacle.
0: I need to check it out, because I own three Billy Joel albums. The Nylon Curtain, The Stranger, and Glass Houses.
1: Interesting, I don't own Glass Houses, but I own pretty much everything
0: else. But... Just like Billy Joel, or just like, so I do this with Elton John too. Mm-hmm. I like everything I've heard. Sure. I enjoy Elton John. I enjoy Billy Joel. Yeah. yeah. But I've never dived into their discography actually. Ooh. Like I have three or four albums from each of them, and I love those albums, mm-hmm. but I haven't listened to anything other than those albums.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. I probably listen to like Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, Mad Mad uh, Across yep. the Water. Yeah. All those records are fantastic.
2: So, um, so I don't have any Billy Joel, and you might, I think. I think both of you might shame me for this. No, uh, not all. But only, only one that we um, that we have is the it's Greatest hits volume one and volume one and volume two.
1: Both both good, both good. Um, no,
2: I know, but like, it's, I'm sure we're gonna like dive into that. Like dive into like actually collecting some of the some of his actual albums. But you should. I feel like at the time though it was a great it was a great grab because we can get. All yeah. songs. i'm not sure if that song's on there though I'm, I'm curious if it is it
1: probably isn't uh it was kind of an obscure track um it is regarded in the billy joel community as being like kind of like one of the the top tier s tier songs that uh that he's written that like isn't as popular very similar to like how uh, a lot of bruce springsteen fans have like uh, a lot of deep cuts as like some of their favorite songs mm-hmm. that aren't you know like i don't know born in the usa or you know gotcha the sorry what's that
2: what was it called again?
1: The song's called Captain Jack. It's by it's uh, by Billy Joel. It's off the oh, album Piano no. Man.
2: It's it's not on here. Did I ever tell mm-hmm. you I got
0: yelled at about Bruce Springsteen at work? Oh no! Did you really? Because I have I'm indifferent about Bruce Springsteen. He's fine. Like I appreciate what he does. Who he is. He's got some concept. good tunes. But this customer came in and was like, asked me if I like Bruce Springsteen. Went on this whole rant. So I was like, well, no, not really. I mean, I have Born in the USA. It's fine. And he's like, "Are you 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 work at a record store? and You're an idiot because the first two oh, albums before no, that are no.
2: like
0: perfect albums, and you don't even know anything about music." Bruce Springsteen should...
2: purist, Oof. I love it. Gatekeeper. I had no
0: idea, man. He went hard, and I was like, "Okay, I'll listen to
2: the first two Bruce Springsteen albums," which I still haven't. If think, oh, I have is Born in the USA, and I bought it in the it was like a discount bin for one dollar. <laughs> That's well, because I mean, those albums are so mass produced back then. That's the reason you go with it. Uh huh.
1: Of course.
0: Yeah. Lost his butt. I,
1: <laughs> if you think Taylor Swift fans are bad, you have not yet met uh, Bruce Springsteen fans. They are way, way more rabid.
0: Oh, you know what I hate worse? What's that? Grateful Dead fans. Oh, yes. Because I don't yes. mind some fish or some Grateful Dead Same. sometimes. Same. I have to be in the mood for a jam band to be like into it. And I was listening to like Grateful Dead's greatest hits or something at work. It was on Spotify. When I was, this was back when I was working in the Rocket not I even at a record store. Sure. And this lady came in and she's like, oh, you're a deadhead. And I was like, I was like, no, I wouldn't say that. I like some Grateful Dead. And she's like, well, you shouldn't be listening to this then. And like went on this rant about how, like, if I'm not a Grateful Dead fan, I shouldn't like,
1: damn,
0: act like a Grateful Dead fan. I'm like, I didn't say I was a Grateful Dead fan.
1: Damn. Wow. That is. Jerry
0: Garcia is probably fine with me jamming out his music once in a while, too. What
1: does he give a shit? He's dead. Yeah. 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 Anyways, we move on to, to Dan's sec we move on to round two, guys. Uh here's Dan's uh second pick of his five perfect round songs. Round two fight. Round two fight. fatality. Uh here's uh here's Dan's second pick.
0: story i may have mentioned this in a long episode from the past but not anytime mm-hmm. recently this is genesis land of confusion off invisible touch not only is the music video insane and one of my favorite music, music videos of all time oh my gosh but, it's amazing i know but so growing up my mom was a dj and i would go with her to weddings and anniversary parties and all this and i was just like you know a wee little lad carrying her cds around but one band that she would besides the police me and her would rock out to Genesis all the time at home and yeah. talk about Genesis. And like, even though this is not even Peter Gabriel era, it's still like, it's, I love it.
1: Which, you know, I, I know we've talked about this off the podcast. I still find it very amazing that or incredible that you are like a diehard Peter Gabriel fan, but hate Peter Gabriel and Genesis.
0: I, I, I wouldn't say hate, but I prefer <laughs> okay. Phil Collins and Genesis. That's fair. But I don't prefer Which is the Phil correct Collins, answer, honestly. Solo. <laughs>
1: there, there, there is only one Genesis, and it's uh, it's Phil Collins' Genesis. So you know, it's true. It can, it's he true.
0: Only one. <laughs> as much as I love Peter Gabriel, I finally get to see him this year for the first time in Hell my yeah. life. I own everything besides his Genesis stuff on vinyl.
1: Congrats, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of a little jealous that uh, you get to go see Peter Gabriel. Oh
0: well. Anyways, uh, we move on.
1: To, we, uh actually hold on. We didn't even get a chance to talk to Benny. Benny, did did you? Uh, you've heard this song before? Yeah. No. No, never?
0: Never. You've never heard Land of Confusion? Never.
1: Nope. Not even the never. disturbed cover version? The...
2: Oh, <gasps> not, no, 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 we're not talking <laughs> about that. That doesn't exist. Every time that I... That doesn't exist. Every time I hear the no, original, I, I have mean, to think of that. But I, <laughs> I heard, it, it was good, but no, I never... I, I never got into that. Dude, Genesis my, is amazing. Uh, so, like, again, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but my... Like a band that my dad always like, and he still talks about it mm-hmm. to say, "Is the police?" Ooh, the police are so amazing. So, I I found like the like the police through my dad, um, along with the Cranberries. Um, so nice. those are the two bands that that, that he uh, like often talked about. Not 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 so much the Cranberries, mostly the police. But uh, yeah, that's why I kind of like.
1: But that's kind I, of surprising, because I, I, I always would find that people who enjoy listening to police would probably also love listening to Genesis, too. They kind of, I wouldn't say they just like complement each other, but they're definitely kind of within that same era, same time period, and same level of popularity.
2: Maybe he did. I, I never asked him about about, about uh, Genesis, but I mean, sure. I'm pretty sure he does have like that record on, on the wall in our basement. Mm-hmm. It, it, it seems familiar. So, I mean, if he ever listens to this, which... Probably not, but if he does, he's probably gonna shame me, like, <laughs> like, shame me offline. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah it shake his fist like, again. What I heard, what I heard, it, it sounded good. But yeah, I never heard it before. So oh, it was, right on, it was you brand new to my ears.
1: I I would highly was, recommend though this. That's the first time you've ever heard that song. Watch the music video for it instead. Yeah, I like will we'll send give a, it to you in the chat. It will give you a much deeper appreciation uh, for that song in particular because the. Uh, the imagery and also the fact that all of the members of Genesis are like these kind of fucked up, like Jim Henson, like kind of puppets sort or of deals. It it is just mm, chef's kiss. It's it's very, very it's very avant garde, but it's very, very tastefully well done.
0: Before I go on this little rant real quick. Is, yes. Anyone put any police on their list?
1: I did not. No, no. I was tempted to. Though. Okay. I so
0: I just want to bring up how amazing the band the police is I feel like we should talk about it someday in our lives but sure that's a band that influenced or not influenced but like but took influences from like punk rock from world music like if you listen to regatta regatta de you know the the blue one regatta de Blanc. no are
1: wait isn't that synchronicity that you're thinking of
0: well they did it in synchronicity too they did well in in all their albums they incorporate like
1: all a little bit of reggae
0: a little bit of reggae, a little bit of world, a little bit of like just interesting music. Yeah, and, yeah, their singles are cool. Don't get me wrong, I sure. like their singles, but like, mm. oh, Synchronicity is definitely the one that had more punk feel to it, didn't it? Yeah,
1: way, way more. Yeah, yeah, like heavier, sure.
0: like heavier than the Clash in some aspects. Mm-hmm.
1: Like,
0: yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. The Police are amazing, mm. and I feel like maybe we should do a whole Police episode someday. Ooh, that'd
1: be <laughs> sure. that'd be kind of fun for sure. All right, uh. We move on now uh, into round two, uh, Benny's second pick, and here it goes right about
3: now.
2: so that is uh, Placeholder by the story uh, so far um, by far this is my favorite song from like from the band uh, it's I think it's, I think it's great and it's honestly my favorite like the, the album it's from is like my favorite collection of just like, like angsty like, like, like songs dedicated to the like, ones that, 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 that did us wrong and I just musically I think it's super catchy and there's plenty of chances chances to to sing along the song and i've seen it live a bunch of times and i absolutely adore like the opening sequence and how it stands out amongst the rest of the tracks and yeah it's a it's a pretty awesome track and and again it was a pretty good place in my heart because like at the time it was one of the first i guess albums that i found that was kind of like how i was feeling at that time when when, when everyone was against me every single person was breaking my heart (laughs) And I just want to get like angry and then like, jump in the pit, and that's kind of what this band kind of means to me, and what the song kind of means to me.
1: Right on, man. I I'll be the first one to tell you I have never heard any songs by the story so far. So this is kind of like a, and yeah, I know I I could see the look on your face, like how have you not? No. Uh, uh, but very similar to you, betting how like you haven't heard any songs by Genesis or by Depeche Mode. Like that's that's one of those bands I think that like maybe just like skipped over me in terms of like. When I was, I wouldn't say falling out of love with pop punk, but just kind of like, or emo for that matter, but I was like transitioning into more indie rock and, and hip hop at that point in time. Sure. I feel like bands like, uh, the story so far, uh, let's see here. We the King. Wonder Years. Yeah, Wonder Years. Yeah, bands like that, like, just like completely just disappeared from my radar. And maybe like a song would pop up like in a playlist somewhere and I'd be like, oh, this is, this is fine. And then I'd like move sure. on. And then like now, like, I'm rediscovering some of these bands again. I'm like, man, I'm like, I feel Like, I missed out on a whole bunch, <laughs> so oh
3: no.
2: and I don't know. It's funny because, like, there are a bunch of like bands that are like in this genre too that you guys always bring to me, and I'm like, I have no idea who, like, what band this is. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, kind of, it's, it's 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 wild to me how some bands hit, um, certain like I guess like certain people and some bands don't, and just it's just nature of the beast. Like, there's so many bands, yeah, that we probably even haven't even heard of that we probably would enjoy, um, and it's, it's unfortunate, but again, yeah, it's like it's. I know like, like there have been times when this band has had like its fair share of critics. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair, enough. Yeah. Um. But uh, like <laughs> there was one like you probably seen it. It was like a video of I think his name is uh, is it Parker, the lead singer, where he he like kicked the fan off the stage. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. And I mean, it's it's, it's probably over the line, but it, it just. I think that's the only really, like, I guess, like, like, like negative thing I, I've heard about about like them, uh, which isn't really like that that bad. Uh, but what is that thing Oh yes, that's he, the album. Like he sold the vinyl. Litter.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, no, yeah. So I, I have the like the like the the like, the original, not not the picture disc. Why I'm the slip mat though.
3: Ooh, yeah, Ooh. So that's fine.
0: So my history with them, I feel bad, and I kind of like this dynamic with you, Benny. Is that from two thousand? Actually, from 1990 to 2010, I know pop punk and emo music, mm-hmm. like the stuff that came out in those 20 years. I know 2010 to 2020. I really fell off just like you, Shakuna. Yeah. And yeah. I, this album, someone introduced to me two years ago, and it's the only one I know by the story so far. I bought this album. I enjoyed it. I have never gone and listened to anything else they've done. Mm. And mm. I need to. But when it comes to like expertise, I feel like you are the expert or the pro at anything from 2010 to 2020.
1: We're going to default to you moving forward here, Benny.
2: <laughs> it, it's good. And honestly, so and it's good. Yeah. It kind of surprised of me, Dan. Um, I'm totally cool with that. I, it kind of surprised me that you haven't the, the, the kind of dove into the other uh, records. Well,
0: it's well, it's just like wonder years. Like mm-hmm.
2: I listened to wonder years for the first time last summer. First time. So, so they're subtitled. Yeah. It, it is great. Um, what you don't see, it's not bad either. A Proper Dose is their most recent one, and, and that was released in, oh, I, I, I think it was 2020. 20, it might be a little before that too, uh, but I like love Proper Dose as well, um, but I have all of them. Proper Dose um, was released in
1: 2018, just a heads up.
2: 2018, sorry. Um I, I, think, I think the pressing I got was pressed in 2020. That, that, I was looking at my, my, my Discogs, so and I'm ah. like, oh, wait because that actually sounded like a little like too recent <laughs> so yeah i think and it's funny like they i don't know if it was Jakun who told me this but there was a moment when they erased all of their like pictures on their instagram and it's the fans were like maybe it wasn't you uh, and fans were alluding that oh my god was gonna happen and then nothing ever came from it. <laughs> i want to we got hacked y'all me.
1: What's up?
0: Can I do a quick trivia with Benny real quick? Ooh, okay, oh, this will be
1: fun. Yeah, go for it.
2: All right, how well do you know the band Man Overboard? Honestly, not as much as you would think. Um, I only know a couple songs. I like got a, a couple of songs from them. So I know their
0: subtitled album, and that's it. But that's in I that genre. I know the song "Absolute Worst," and that's basically it. <laughs> the band Real Friends. Uh, yes. I don't know anything about them at all. Same. Um, so they the band Handguns. Yes. That's a band. Uh, yep. Okay. I wait. I did know the album Angst came out in 2012, but that's the only thing I know by them.
2: No, that's a that's a great band. I don't have any other albums, um, but they again it's is that like that later era of yeah. of like angsty, like, angsty pop punk. I feel like. I know the handguns, I think they came after the story so far, but we friends, the story so far, like, handguns,
0: they are all in that same group, for sure. Interesting. And here's an obvious one for listeners out there that I'm shocked that I still don't know much about, and I'm sure you do, for years strong.
2: Okay, so <laughs> Okay. I used to... No, hold I, the phone. Wait. Hold the phone, guys. So I used to be... Such a big fan of theirs. Uh, I loved like like uh, like the their the first major release. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, uh, Rise the I Trying. I like I love that album. Um, Enemy in the world. I uh, I love that album too. But after that, I fell off so hard, and I don't know what happened. I just I remember like, I used, I like Warped to I would, I would like fight as far as I could to go be in the front row. They just brought so much energy and, and they were, they were so great. And I think they still are, but I'm just not into their new music. I mean, anything past like past any, any of the world, not, I haven't really given it a chance and maybe I would like it. I don't know. But what kind of like made me realize maybe I was kind of over them was I went to go see them and I, I don't know if it was like an anniversary tour, but they were playing at at the shelter uh, in Detroit and right in the middle of the set, I'm like, Oh man, I'm just in
0: the middle of the set. I'm done with this. I don't
2: honestly, I was like, I don't want to be here. Maybe it just was, I was just not in a good mood that day. I I was alone at the show. So I had, I could just leave whenever I wanted and it wasn't, going to be no thing yeah see this you're like and i proves
0: my point is that after 2010 there were bands that were still keeping pop punk strong sure i just fell off and it's not that i was against what they were doing it's just i was discovering other music and i sure put it off and i feel bad because there's these bands that are making great music the one i do know is set your goals like i love set your goals okay so I was looking through like bands similar to this, and like I wanted to see like what these bands actually know.
2: <laughs> so set your goals is dope. Uh, okay, yes, I agree. However, <gasps> I haven't really given the album after mutiny uh, a pair of shake, and I've seen people online talk about how great it is. I've given it a chance, and I'm not hundred percent sold yet. Uh, but I love Muni. Like, when that came out, they they were actually opening for, it was like Anti-Flag, it was like Anti uh, Big D and the Kids Table. Oh, and, wow. Uh, and Alexa on Fire, which is just like a wild. That's a
1: really <laughs> wild build.
2: A wild, wild mixture of genres.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
2: which was good because I feel like it brought a lot of people of different scenes kind of together. Mm-hmm. I and I was there mostly for like, well, and, and mostly for set your goals and, and like sign fire, and maybe it wasn't. It was, it, 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 it was, it was like, like 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 four bands that were just like a mixture of each other, but seeing like set your goals open for, like, and I was like so in love with the band at the time. Uh, it, it was it was really really cool. Nice. Actually, I have a funny story. <laughs> oh, no. uh, about, about, about set your goals. This is kind of a pivot, but sure. I. I remember I was at Warped Tour. I was I was listening to um, New Glory, like play the set, and they were talking about how they're going on tour with uh, with Senses Fail, and and uh and, and set your goals. It's gonna be fucking sweet. Uh, and then I was I was so pumped. Like my like so at the time, like three of my favorite bands. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, I can talk about again sentence S- 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 Fail because they're, they're another band that I loved. A good portion of their albums, and then it kind of just fell off. Well, yeah. Anyway, so I <laughs> I was so excited to see those three bands, and then I it came like it came, I guess, close to like the time where I thought they were gonna like be in Detroit, and but I didn't realize that they only had this. Is when I was again very naive, I very like I guess I was very. Like, in my own little world, I it didn't was a know baby what I scene going kid. On. Yeah, like, I, I, I was a baby, a baby in, in the scene. I had no idea what was going on, and I was so pissed when I found out that Set Your Goals had like left. Not it wasn't even like left the tour. They only had a tour up. It was like, up into Detroit. It was like the oh. last, last spot was like the, the, it was like the day before or a uh, c- couple of days before. So I sent them uh, a disgruntled the, the MySpace message. Oh no. Oh, come no. on. And, and I still, I still have like lingering, like not really like just like anxiety, but the actually it's yes, anxiety. I'm like they're gonna recognize me from that message, and I, I honestly, I, I think what, it, what what I said, but basically, like I, I was like quoting their songs, and I was like calling them like sellouts because they were touring with Paramore. <laughs> You're an oh, asshole Whoa, whoa, whoa Stop right no there
1: No one is a cell because of two are Paramore Paramore is God and
0: also, I know, but That I, I second was... album This The Death Will This Will Be The Death Of Us Yes There's a song called A Few That Remain That has Hayley screaming on it And is one of my favorite songs by them If you have not so, heard it that's That song great. is so dope I haven't,
2: And I'm not saying it's bad I haven't really given it a chance So I I will try my best to give it a chance But It was so funny So bless their heart They respond to me And they basically are like Hey, like, thanks for being a fan. We we hope we see you on on, on the next leg, and I'm like, oh, so I'm having, like the biggest asshole, <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. For years after that, I was petrified of going to see them live because I thought for some reason they would recognize me.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> At gosh. that point, I
2: had like black and red hair, so. I was, and it was clear in my in my MySpace profile picture. So I was so concerned with them <laughs> noticing me and like calling me out and calling me like a poser or like whatever. This song goes but, out to
1: that kid Benny that that texts us on MySpace.
2: Fuck you. This song. This song. This song's the fuck off. And it's funny because like I, it's just a so wild to me because now I would have gotten to see them with Paramore. It's, all right, well,
1: let's, move I, on. Yeah, let's move on that's we, about right. we're, we're 45 minutes in the podcast we've only gotten to song five all right uh fine guys Story you, time
2: over
3: right
1: <laughs> uh you guys ready to lose our entire audience right now yep all right here you go this this is this is my second pick
4: always find, yeah always find yeah always find something wrong you've been putting up with my shit just way too long. So gifted at finding what I don't like the most So I think it's time for us to have a toast Let's have a toast for the douchebags Let's have a toast for the assholes Let's have a toast for the scumbags Every one of them that I know Let's have a toast for the jerk-offs That'll never take work off Maybe I gotta run away fast as you
0: can run away from all right me, baby. you do not need to apologize for that
1: no i will and, and i'll tell you why because i'm going to preface this by saying that kanye west is an anti-Semitic piece of shit and does not deserve our y- he is he, the no, dude said you oh okay, as you that. say i'm like the, the dude said he loves his, he he loves hitler all right He's an anti-Semitic piece of shit and probably doesn't deserve our uh, doesn't deserve an apology or our our respect for an apology. But this song right here is is the magnum opus of his entire career as far as I'm concerned.
0: It just sucks because everything from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and back Mm -hmm. is some of my favorite hip hop that came out in those years.
1: Completely agree. Uh, In in case you didn't know. Yeah, it is. In case you didn't know that is Runaway by Kanye West and Pusha T, song uh, off My Beautiful Dark with Fantasy. The one thing that I really really appreciate about this song because keep in mind for a good majority of Kanye's career leading up to that album in particular, it was like it was party rap. You know, it, it was it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. I mean, with the exception of 808s and heartbreak. Okay, thank you. With the exception of that, but a good majority of the rest of his entire discography was nothing but party rap. It was is a bunch of fun bops that you could have a good old time with, right? 808's and Heartbreak came through, where you just hear him pretty much bearing his soul, and I think this song in particular should have probably been on that album, because I feel it fits the entire tone of it. And the one thing that kind of like, that really kind of pushed me to put it on this list, was I was listening to it last night, um, just one more time, because I was like, man, I'm like, I don't know if I really want to put it on this list or not, because I'm afraid it's gonna be kind of a polarizing discussion. But the one thing I appreciate about this song is that chorus in terms of let's have a toast for the douchebags, toast for the assholes, all that, He's telling this person to run away from him because he is every one of those. He is the douchebag. He is the asshole. He's the scumbag that that never. He's the jerk off that never takes work off. He's all those people. That's the reason why he's telling this person to run away from. Him. And I think the part that really is the gut wrenching realization of all of it, it's that kind of that last two to three minutes of the song, which is like nothing but like vocoder vocoder noise as he's just like screaming into it, and you can barely make out what he's saying. Occasionally, you'll hear him sing the chorus of it, but like I feel like. He comes to this realization, like he is everything that he says he was, right? And, and I think this is kind of like that whole, like, think this, like, that kind of three minutes is this catharsis of him just working through some pain or working through some sort of anguish of just like realizing, like, this is as good as he's ever going to get and he knows it. And that's, um, that's the reason why I like that song so much. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you, you kind of went out on top and you probably should have stopped right there. If I'm being honest, because every album that's that, one sucked.
0: I always feel bad for musicians who lose their mind. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if an actor or a painter loses their mind, their artwork gets better. Yes. Like the the crazier they get, the more their work reflects it. Yep. But with musicians, the crazier they get, usually I feel like the music goes downhill. Case in point, we were just talking about Jared Leto. The yeah. more God complex he got, the more crazy he got, the music got worse. Yeah, Michael yeah. Jackson is a huge example of that. Oh, my gosh, yes. The cra- like, Michael Jackson made some of the best music ever in the history, and yet as he got crazier, his music got worse. Let's be honest. Well, hey,
1: hang on a second. get Prince's due. Prince, Prince deserves a, a, a portion of that conversation. Prince, Prince, no, Prince put out a lot of great fucking music. Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of this stuff, just as you alluded to, is like as he got older and the longer he went in his career, he started making some weird, obscure, like random ass shit. But he kept on evolving and changing. And that's the one thing I always gave credit to Kanye for is like he went. Yeah, of course, you had late registration, graduation and uh, and college dropout, which once again, fun party raps albums. Right. But then all oh, of yeah. a sudden he took a complete 180. And he's like, you think I'm done? You haven't seen shit yet. And then he comes out with 808s and Heartbreak and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna make a fucking gospel album. Now, don't get me wrong. It fucking sucked. But he still made <laughs> it. He made a gospel album, you know? aside from you know my life uh, Was that Jesus? No. Uh no that was Jesus' is King. Oh yeah. Yep. So he he made a he made a fucking gospel album. I uh, just
0: realized that Kids See Ghost came out in 2018. Uh-huh. Same same. So I guess he's made some stuff I like since then. Kids <laughs> See Ghost Kids See Ghost is excellent.
1: Kids See Ghost and Ye came out exactly at the same time. And Ye's only I don't like, like a yay. Oh, I love that album. And the reason why I, I love Ghost Town on that on that album. Um, and the thing is, like, if you listen to that album, I, I highly recommend listening to it one more time if you haven't, or listen to it again at some point, because there is a lot of dark, dark, dark themes he's kind of working through on that album, and um, I, I think it's probably one of his best EPs, um, and and I think it doesn't get enough credit in the in the, in the conversation of his discography, personally speaking.
0: All right, I'll give it another chance. You should. I mean. It sucks giving him a chance when you've already written off Kanye West as being.
1: But he is. He's he's a garbage human. But man, the dude. But the dude puts out amazing fucking music, and I can't help but go, God damn it, dude! Like if you weren't such a piece of crap, I would I would sing your praises all the fucking day long. But it's like it's so tough being a Kanye West fan these days. But anyways, I digress. Benny, you've you've listened to uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, haven't you? (gasps) No. okay oh man oh. i haven't
2: listened no i haven't listened to only songs that, and again is it is it can't be that surprising to you guys that I haven't dabbled into kanye west that's fair i've only i've only listened to probably his radio hits okay that's it that's fair that's it that's a, my only that's my only i guess experience that i've had listening to him and like now that I know what he's kind of like I don't really Want to give him the time? You, you know, should but, though. Um, you really like should. I that though. album. Besides the one he just showed,
0: the song "Monster" featuring Jay Z, Rick Ross, Nicki Minaj, and Bone Ivor. Oh, oh my God, I gosh. love that song.
2: <laughs> the, I honestly, I mean, again, like me not listening isn't going to do shit, like to to him or whatever. No. But <laughs> it's only for like my own per my own personal like vendetta. That's fair. But again, like it's, I have yeah. It's again He's... only. Honestly, like my experience with like rap hip hop, I honestly I did like listen to it like a little bit when I was younger. Like, mm-hmm. Before I found like, emo music or like scene music, whatever you want to call it. Sure, I dabbled into like like mostly like rap based on what my cousin would just like throw on like a CD for me. So most of my experience is just like, random. Probably like radio hits and a uh, few like other ones like, here and there, but again, I I don't ever seek out like like rap, rap hip hop really at all. Yeah, no, I hear um, you.
1: Uh, here's here's the one thing I'm gonna say about Kanye West, and we'll move on. Um, even if you haven't listened to a lot of his stuff, the the one thing that I give Kanye West credit for, and always will give him credit for, is the man is a genius when it comes to making beats. He know he, he, oh, he is. is. He's his a, lyric skills are amazing, too. Oh, without question. But his but his ability to craft a beat off of random obscure tracks that he just finds while, while dump, essentially dumpster diving or crate diving and turning them into hits, like undeniable hits, is mm-hmm. just – it's a craft in and of itself. And I feel like he doesn't get as much credit for that as he does as for his production work or not in production work, I'm sorry, for his, like, his lyricism and kind of, like, his showmanship or what have you, but the man is a very, very talented producer, and I wish if he just would keep his mouth fucking shut, (laughs) he'd have, he'd have a way better life and probably a better career, but anyways. um,
0: Well, to go off what you're just saying, I'm impressed with his ability to crate, dig, and find random stuff to make beautiful beats, Yeah. but I'm also impressed that he can take a very well-established song, such as Harder, Faster, Stronger, Better, Mm -hmm. and if anyone else did that, we'd be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? (laughs) And he did it and it worked so good. And you're just like, all right, like the man can do the wrong song and completely flipping it on its head. Okay.
1: Yep. Completely making his own that, which anyways, we move on now into guys. We're now in round three. Can you believe it? We're already an hour into the podcast. Uh, We
0: move on. It's a good talk.
1: It's great talk. I love it. Uh, Here's, here's Dan's uh, third or third pick. Uh, to start off the round. Here we go. Let's give it a listen.
4: Melancholy Hilled in the plastic tree Are you here with me? Just looking out on the day Of another dream Where you can't get what you want
0: So, this is Gorillaz, Melancholy Hill off Plastic Beach. I, I picked this because this was a slow burn in my life, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because Gorillaz' first album loved it. Um, you know, Demon Days loved it. Yeah. There's not a Gorillaz album I don't like. And yeah, there are people who are like, oh, you like The Now Now or you like The New One, uh, you know? And I'm like, or Cracker Island? Yes, I like everything The Gorillaz has ever done. Plastic Beach, when it came out, I did not like. Same. On first listen. Same. And it took this song, like, it kept popping up on my, you know, Spotify, because I listened to so much Gorillaz. It's like, oh, you're going to love this song. Yeah. And it only took, like, two listens and, like, really me sitting down and be like, holy fuck, I love this song. Like, everything about the mood it's bringing, it's, it's like, sad but beautiful at the same time. It reminds me of a sunset. And then I went back, and now Plastic Beach is like one of my favorite Gorilla's albums. Nice. It, just, it took me. I don't know. I think because Plastic Beach came out in a weird time for me, maybe. Was like two thousand
1: six. I, I want to say maybe two thousand five.
0: I think it's because Demon Days was so dope, yeah. And then Humans came out because I didn't listen to this till after Humans, right? And I was like, wait, I had to go back. And I was wait, like, oh, wasn't, damn.
1: wasn't it? Wait, wasn't it Plastic Beach then Humans?
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, oh oh
1: god, okay. I'm sorry, my bad.
0: Like I pushed Plastic Beach off. Sure. And then Dem- or Humans came out and like that's when I was like, Oh, I need to go back because Plastic Beach is an incredible album and I need to give it more of a chance. Yeah. But this song I always go back to and like I said, it just it puts me in like a mood whenever yeah. I hear it.
1: Yeah, it's it's very very sad for sure. I remember the first song I heard off of this album was Stylo, and I hated that song so much that I, like,
0: oh, it's so fun now. Though.
1: I yeah, I well yeah, I, so so I immediately wrote this album off. I'm like, I if this is the first song I hear on the album, I'm not even impressed by it, and like everyone's like trying to push it as being like the single, so to speak. I was like, you know what, never mind, not interested. And then I heard this song. I want to say two years ago. And I I dived back into this album. I'd recently just bought it on vinyl because I'm like I I need to own this in my collection. It's an incredible album. It man. really is. It's very it's, it's very I'm pleasantly surprised that I had to rediscover it like twenty years later, but man, it is it's,
3: it with it's me. really good. Like, yeah. it's
1: good. All right. It's really good. Uh
2: anyways Benny, you're uh, muted. Benny you
1: are completely muted.
2: <laughs> He's laughing. You just pass you just pass over me because I again I'm a dumbass. <laughs> That's no, why I haven't. I, I was never on good pick. the pick. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: We we move on to Benny's pick. Uh, this is uh, his third pick of the round. Let's give it a listen. Sounds a little something like this.
4: It's Monday morning, and I would chill for a chance to drive. Get so far away from here.
2: This is a, mon- a monument by a day to remember. Um, off of their album for those who have hearts. I mean, I this is like my favorite song um, of theirs, and which is odd because it's. I guess you can say it's one of the, like their like so- like softer um songs or, or, or like lighter songs. Still the blast beats. It's. What was that? Blast still had blast beats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like musically, it, it rips, but like they don't really start singing like screaming until like three minutes in. Oh geez. And it, it kind of leads like so. It's like like that. Like, I guess it, like leads into like, like the breakdown, and it, it's great. Uh, but so what's funny about this song is I found it after I got into Homesick, which is like probably. It's probably their most like like popular album, sure, the only album I know so and it has like that the iconic like du that was my tour album, oh was it
0: so much on tour nice
2: so yeah the home a is great album, but I found it's funny 'cause i I was on my way. To a newfound glory show, I believe it was in grand rapids uh it was in a ba- the, the basement of some building mm-hmm. and it was fi- it was fa- it was fireworks man overboard and and uh newfound new glory and it was fantastic but my buddy who I was going there with chris he was he put this on for me and he was singing it and I was like what the fuck is this? Because I I've only heard, like, at the time like, I didn't really know a lot of. I think you remember besides like, like one selects like like a group of songs. Sure. So when he when he played it for me, I was like, holy shit! I actually love this, and I, I ever since then, it's been always on repeat. I love like this song, and again it's funny because it's like they know what, like they remember is like, one of those bands too where I kind of. Fell off uh, after. That's okay, I
0: heard they suck.
2: <laughs> what separates me? Really?
0: I heard their newer stuff sucks. I oh to... no! Oh,
2: I-, I thought you meant it as people. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh no! I'm pretty sure they're good people. But... So well, hopefully they're good yeah, people. So I I just recently purchased what separates me uh, me from you, and then common courtesy, which I w- w- was showing you guys um, offline. Uh, but after like that, like I think, I think the albums are "as like bad," "as like bad vibrations," and "all I have." I believe, um, I, from what I've heard, I'm not a fan. Uh, <laughs> and I believe, I believe the the fans overall probably rank those last two probably bot like near the bottom of like their like, like top album list. Mm-hmm. Um, however, though, like that one song is still out of all the songs that I've heard from them is still like my favorite.
1: Nice. I you know I I'll be the first one to tell you that I've and uh, well, we talked about this in our in our text group, but uh, I've never heard anything by a day to remember. So this is kind of uh, the the more and more I was listening to this song or at least the the first 30 seconds of this clip, it it sounds to me a lot more like a melodic version of a Tre you, which I can totally get behind. Uh, but I, I think this is also falls into one of the same category that both me and Dan were talking about about an era of like punk pop punk emo uh hardcore whatever you want to talk it, you know that just s- must have just skipped over me somehow i don't know how but it just did so but I, I mean but i dig it it's, it's not, it's to not like, bad
2: no like, to, to put this out there but like we do have a, a few years between us we do not not many and, though he calling us uh, old he is no but it's funny because my, my, my wife and i have this conversation a lot where like things that i like like she didn't like and and vice versa yeah and and she always talks about how there's like, like a, like a generation between us because like two years is, is quite a bit of time when it comes to like like culture and, and things you experience. Yeah, so, sure, of course. I mean, and in in the scene, like, it's like it's, if you're gone for like two two years, three years, four years, whatever it is, you missed out. You probably missed a lot. Yeah. Um, just like I entered the scene around two thousand and, and four. So before that like Dan and and you could are probably a lot more versed in music of like that era before, before the full 2000 not that oh, not yeah. that far
1: off not that far off though honestly well, I knew like,
2: know Dan said he was he was in it like he was like, involved in it or at least listened to it in the, in the 90s and, and early 2000s that's why i would just say
1: yeah say late late 90s for me i'd say like 1999 and then like oh. moving moving on past that point yeah for sure but like not that not that far off if if i'm being honest i think there was just like there was a moment where i shifted gears in terms of like my musical taste and sure. went into like a different a completely different path and got lost on that path and i think as doing so, like a lot of these other bands that like were kind of coming up primarily in that scene, I kind of just glossed over because, like, ah, I'll give them a list at some point in time and just never got around to it. And here's how we find ourselves on the day to remember. Though.
2: What's that? I, I would listen to Homesick, though. Like, I feel like it's like that, that song it, it, is great. I feel uh-huh. like they're like, the Homesick is probably you might like those better. Fair. All right.
0: I'm shocked that you and your wife don't agree on some bands because when me and your wife talk like. All the time, we like everything together.
4: <laughs> no. Moving on, Shakuna's <laughs> pick. <laughs> we move on to my my. Do
2: we boo people <laughs> off <podcasts laughs> Not, the podcast? No, remember I ILS everyone. Be, no, <laughs> no, I don't think we can
1: do that either. But I, what I can tell you, gentlemen, for my third pick is uh, if you could all do me a favor and uh, rise for the playing of your uh, of your national anthem, please. Thank you. Gets to play this whole fucking song. <laughs> I really want play the to do whole it. album. Yeah, no shit, do right? <laughs> that is, uh, in case for those of you who don't know, that is Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World off of Bleed American. Uh, this is one of those songs that I think is. I hate using the word perfect because I know we, we can't say that there is a such thing as a perfect song, but I feel like this is indeed a perfect song. There is not a single moment in the three minutes and 40 second duration of this song that goes completely unwasted or wasted at all. Everything from those driving guitars, uh, which is it, it, simplistic in its own right. But at the same time, it, it is it has a chorus and, and a burst structure that just demands you to sing with them so much so that it even tells you to do so. Um, and I know that we don't talk about as much uh, on this podcast as we probably should but drummers holy fuck take a note from Zach lind on this song and and get on his fucking level because holy shit those drum fills are second to to god as far as i'm concerned um yeah there's just the the the, the piano the, the the small like the, those small key hits on the piano that like kind of exist through the entire rest of the song too it's just everything about this song start to finish is a fucking masterpiece and I can't I can't say anymore we should probably do an episode called masterpieces and I feel like I'd have to come back to this one put it back to the conversation
0: god that summer of 2001 I remember take off your pants and jacket came out this came out and Weezer's green album and I was like obsessed with all three of those albums for well I mean honestly the rest of my life but Mm -hmm. that summer it changed everything in my pants
1: thousand percent man and here's the, here's the crazy <laughs> here's the crazy thing about bleed american is that we almost never got that album i don't know if you know the story behind that or not i, I yeah won't...
0: i thought they just changed the name though
1: no no so here's here's the deal uh and, and i'll i'll do a cliff notes version because we're this podcast started getting so long yeah, as it is we're, but to stop that, doing story time you're right <laughs> okay quick quick uh, quick cliff notes is after their self-titled and static prevails Pretty much were commercial flops. The album basically told them flat out, like, "Listen, you can't. You're after this record's done, you're done. You're off. You're off the label." So they they hooked up with uh, with Jimmy Tamarella and they were just like, "Listen, here here's what we're doing." Or not Jimmy Tamborello. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Doesn't matter. Um, but they hooked up with a, a producer who was like a very good friend of theirs that had produced for other bands in the past. And they're like, "Listen, this is our last shot to make it big. Let's just do whatever we can." And he basically worked tirelessly overnight so much to uh, to the point of devoting studio time for free to them so that way he could they could get this album out the door and he just like spent every waking moment just nitpicking and perfecting this album and uh and it proves it it it's it's yeah it's god damn it that whole album is just start to finish a fucking masterpiece i I know i sound a bit biased because i'm a diehard jimmy world fan but man you can't play that song for anybody and not have them go god that was actually a lot of fun to listen to thanks I I challenge you to find someone who doesn't say that when they hear when they hear that song.
2: So, again, it gets I. So it came out in what two thousand one? Mm-hmm. You said. Yep. Yep. So I first saw them, and I told the story before to you guys. It was that Axl Christmas short story.
1: Short story, very short story.
2: Store Christmas. Jimmy World was on, like on the bill. Mm-hmm. It was two thousand four. It, it was it was the first like I guess like scene like, like emo whatever show that I ever went to and. That was one one of the songs that I have a distinct like core memory like, in my like, in my brain and it's the only song that I really remember for, like, like from that show is that is is that band and, and then that and that song yeah and I remember just like, like fall in love with it and then night and, and I'm like, I think I went ahead and bought it on like, on CD at the time. As well um, but as well you should it, have. it was three years after it came out obviously because I had just gotten into the scene. I was trying to like, like make up for lost time and find all these albums and all these bands that I would grow to be staples of my life. <laughs> Hell yeah. So.
1: All right, gentlemen, we move on to uh, round four. Uh here is Dan's first pick of round four. Let's give it a listen. Sounds
0: so real quick so i i wouldn't even consider uh less than J- oh this is Lesson Jake's science of selling yourself short off the anthem album yeah i wouldn't even consider less than jake my favorite band my favorite ska band my favorite pop punk band or whatever but this song i mean they have so many great albums and great songs that i do love agreed but this song it real i feel like i relate to it hardcore when i'm battling my depression because i do have issues with depression and like i just listen to this and i'm like you know, I'm my own worst enemy. I'm just, I need to pull up out of this hole that I've dug myself into. Um, I think it's an amazing song. And also I couldn't not put some sort of punky song on this mix since, I mean, I knew Benny was going to fill the list with punk songs, so (laughs) emo or pop punk, or we'll get into that later. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's a perfect song and even for a band that's I don't always go to all the time, this song I will always put on a playlist and listen to at any moment. Hell yeah!
1: There's uh the one thing that I will I know there's a lot of like contention about this album in the Less Than Jake community because I'm part of like their Discord. Yet, oh, believe it or not, that like there's a lot of people that do not what? like Anthem because it's so in their minds it's not the quintessential Less Than Jake. It's more like the the radio it's fr- commercial. It's very commercial, very very radio friendly. But there's some good fucking songs on there like. Best wishes to your black lung paper uh, plastic cup politics. Um, Motown never sounded so good. Uh, I think the whole album's perfect. Really, there isn't a bad song on it. Honestly, the only, I think there's maybe like one that I I probably skip over occasionally because I'm like not the biggest fan of it. And I think it might be oh gosh, uh, Escape from the A Bomb House. I'm not like the biggest fan of that song, but man, every other song I can't think that I go God, that's a fun tune. I, and also like. <laughs> the craziest one is uh, that's why they call it a union. I thought for the longest time it was like talking about like unions, like workers' unions. And I'm like, wait a second. No, it's not. That's about someone getting divorced. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Whoops. <laughs> totally misread that song. Anyways. And uh, one small fun story about that, too, is uh, that album just recently celebrated its 20th anniversary. And I was trying to get Benny to buy it. And he didn't buy it on vinyl because he is an asshole. <gasps> yeah, I said it. I'm just kidding. You should buy it, though, Benny. It's a great record.
2: Yeah. Any thoughts, oh, any? Say, Are
1: you muted again? <laughs>
0: no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, again, I've only, I guess, like, dabbled a little bit I'm into like their songs. And I don't think I've heard that song before. Oh, it's so but, good. I mean, it sounds like something I would enjoy. It just, I haven't had a chance. Or, I really, I, I, I really good chance to yet. Just so, buy the record and get like, I think I love one, it. I think I've seen it once before with, I believe it was with Real Big Fish that'd be a good show, that, we'll good show for sure yeah and uh, cause I, I was at the time and i'm not like, at the time i was i was super high on rickfish uh but i don't think we i think we caught like the like the last bit of mm. less than jake at the time so i don't think i even saw their full set so maybe that's a reason why too
1: the other thing i like about science of selling yourself short too is that buddy and chris get their fair share of a shake in terms of vocals on that song yeah. where i feel like it's always one or the other um, so and they do like a nice little trade off as well. But yeah, that song is goddamn it song is so good. Um, anyways, okay, we move on to uh, Benny's fourth pick of our uh, five perfect songs, and uh, this is what it sounds like. Let's give it a listen. <laughs>
2: This that you're hearing in your ears is Secret Valentine by We the Kings. I, I first saw them, I believe they opened uh, for, it was it was Hey Monday and All Time Low. Ooh. Um, it was many, many, many moons ago. It was at, at the State Theater, back when it was called that. Mm-hmm. And I remember going, I was going for Hey, My, hey Monday and All Time Low. And uh, obviously I... I got to really early, so I saw We the Kings as well. I didn't know them at all. I had no like like memory of the of the songs. I had I had zero attachment to them. This song though, I heard, and it just was so much fun, and yeah. it, it was just a fun experience to be in that room because I believe I forget what the lead singer's name. I believe it's Travis. Um but he had a, a really good energy to him. He had like long flowing like like a red hair at the time. Mm-hmm. And he just had a like, good energy to him and it just was like, a lot of fun. And I think a, a lot of times we hear you know, like like pop punk emo music and it has a lot of like it's it's catchy and it, it it's fun to listen to, but if you read the lyrics it's like super like sad It has some like deep like meaning to it and this is just to me. It just—it was a fun music with like a fun, it, with like fun lyrics. And it just was a lot, uh, it was a good time. And nice. um, I always like, listen to the song whenever I want to like, just get in a good mood because I, I just, I really like, genuinely like, love it. So do you have this record and on I saw Dan's uh... face? <laughs> do you have this record on? Uh... I, 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 like, I do have it on vinyl.
1: Oh, you do? Okay. Right now I was gonna say I'm like, otherwise you can get it for pretty cheap right now. But anyways, Dan. It's,
2: what? Yeah. It, <laughs> what? Well, I, saw, I saw you face it and then you're like, oh, Dude,
0: I mean, I don't want to trash talk someone's perfect songs. Oh, but. no. No, I don't give a shit. So it's just not for me. There's a genre of pop punk that I call the sugary pop punk. And, like, bands that's like right. Cute is What We Aim For, We the Kings, The Rocket Summer. These bands are basically just boy band pop bands that's yeah, throwing right. a little guitar. And it's funny because I love pop music, like... I will listen to any boy band or Britney Spears any day. Mm-hmm. But just, I don't know. I When these came out, these bands, I could not get into them. And We the Kings was in yeah. that group.
1: That's fair. Uh,
2: and, the Rockets, That's it's, it's even a bad take. And they're I not as bad as
0: cute you. as what we aim for. Cute as what we aim for was You take that back, me. sir.
1: You fucking take that back. Are you so,
0: kidding me? I never get <laughs> into them. I, I never I ever
2: got into Cute as what we aim for. Um Here's
0: all. what we aimed for: was the Teen Vogue magazine plastered with some guitars. They
1: were, but man, I love that first record of I've theirs. I've got
0: the touch of good something,
2: and you've, you've got,
1: got the curse, curse of, curves. of curves. Yeah, I man, I love that song so much.
2: <laughs> no, man, think like that is again not bad to Take I'm not offended by that at all. I really care less because I'm still gonna love it. No, that's fine. <laughs> if, if you hate it, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna love. I am not going to like stop listening to it so. There right. are bands in that genre I did like though. Like
0: Cartel was bare on the borderline there, but I I love Cartel. Academy is same thing. Yep. Like a lot of those decadence bands you I either really liked or I hated with a passion.
2: I didn't mind Academy is either right, uh, oh, I love Academy
0: is. I love the Academy is.
2: Same. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Released
0: the first two albums. Sorry. Let's go
1: on. <laughs> it's all good. Here's a uh, here's my fourth pick uh, before we move on to the final round. I think you all know this song, but let's uh let's sing along.
4: Okay. The
1: so I know obviously. You're probably thinking I probably pick this because they're on tour right now, and, and Dan's going to the show, and probably me and Benny are not. Uh, but well, the, hey, hold up are you, are you are you planning are on you going? going? Are you planning on going?
2: If if we can get cheap tickets a day of, we're going.
1: Okay, then fair enough. We're we're fucking going that. Uh, anyways, so <laughs> on. Oh,
2: sorry to cut you off. No, you're good.
1: You're good. Um, so anyways, uh, that is uh, "Ain't It Fun" by Paramore off of the, their self titled album. This is um this is one of those songs that found me at probably the worst time in my life uh I was I I that day the day I first heard this song I had just lost my job uh, my my girlfriend broke up with me at the on the same day like oh, God, my, my car my car almost got repoed like everything was just going to complete shit, and I just, I walked You're in, fine, and right? I, I turned up, no, yeah, I'm, I'm fine now, of course, yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I got in the car, and I, I turned on the radio, because I'm just like, well, if my car's getting repo, I might as well jam out into it before I, before I fucking lose it. And that and right at that moment, that course get on, it was like, ain't it fun living in the real world? I'm like, you, you know, I don't believe in a god, but man, if there is one, that, the, you fucking hate me. What, what's wrong <laughs> with you? And I, and what, what, what's even worse, not not worse because the song's amazing, but um, what's, what's worse is like there's even like that whole like church choir that comes in like later on in the song. And it's like, don't oh, go yeah. crying to your mama because you're on your own in the real world. I'm like, fuck, I am crying right now because this <laughs> fucking sucks and and you're telling me not to. I'm like, God damn it. What's wrong with you? And like, I, I don't know, I, I, I still always get kind of misty eyed when I listen to the song. But man, there's just there's something. It, it's it's one of those songs where it's like it's so happy in its premise and its instrumentation but yet it is fucking unbearably sad because it's just like man everything's going to shit and it's just like ain't it fun living in the real world it's good times isn't it and it's like man but yeah and and Haley's voice yeah. is just on fucking point on this song just like just pitch perfect just all the way through you you just can't help sure. but just just dance to it it's so good
0: I'm really excited and, and, to see them, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. I've seen Paramore three times, but it was always Riot and before. Sure. I have not seen them with any of the new material or even the new newer material where they've completely changed their style. Yeah. And I've loved everything sure. they've ever put out, so I'm very excited. I get to take my daughter. We're going to have a good I've, time. It's going to be awesome. Man, I, ho- I hope if I hope
1: if we don't go, I hope the audience completely sings back that, that church choir part of it and just... Just makes it a real fun time. They better play that fucking song too for you. Because... Well, if not,
2: you hear Dan 100%. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so, again, I've only seen them once, and it was at War Tour, and there was like hardly anybody in, in front of the state. It, it was wild, but I believe it was right. It was either like right before or right after Riot came out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who else was there, but I'm like, at the time, I'm like, why isn't anybody here like it, it just it was very very small crowd at the t- at the time yeah
3: are you and sure it, it was and, before
2: riots maybe it was after well and they I couldn't
0: mean, have been no, after because
1: I mean, they blew up after riot
0: like I know all we know is falling did not get a huge following right off the bat so it maybe it was before riot came out because
2: I I knew that I knew like their songs maybe they, they just just released some singles maybe? maybe I don't know what it was but it it was definitely in like an earlier time but again, I think I told you guys before like, about Paramore is after Riot I kind of fell off a little bit, mm-hmm. and I just recently, like, within the past, you know, I believe it was like like like, like six, five or six months, have gotten back into them and fallen like back in love with them, and yeah, I've dabbled into like like all their <laughs> all their albums. I purchased all their albums, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really hopeful that Jakun and i can find some i hope you guys can go too i'd meet again. up with you yeah man again cause like, you can get some now like for like 70 bucks but i don't want to spend that much for mm. for nosebleeds same uh but we'll we'll try to figure out on we'll the circle day, back to that we'll, back. we'll
1: hold out hope man there's there's always hope or if someone's listening to the podcast before this goes live and uh, you have a pair of more yeah. tickets you want to give us for free I'd love you for this. This isn't
0: going live till well after that shit. Damn it.
1: <laughs> Alright, never mind.
0: <laughs> Alright, let's move on. My my last song.
1: Your last perfect song, Dan. Get a little misty eyed. Here you go. Let's up to
2: a ball of power.
0: Okay, so I think this is a perfect song, and I also want to go into why it's important to me. Sure. I didn't mind rap in high school. It wasn't my thing. When this music video came out, the colors, the rapping, the like, the speed of it, I fell in love with it. And then this was the first actual hip-hop album I purchased with Stankonia.
1: Nice. Yes.
0: Good um, pick. And then from that point on, like I've always been an OutKast fan. I think both... Big boy and Andre 3000 are geniuses and I really wish they would get back together and do something, but I know Andre's happy with his life and doing his own thing, no more music. No, but, he's still doing music.
1: He just he just doesn't want to do it with Big Boy anymore. Uh and, and Big no. Boy's really trying to go like full steam on like his on his solo project stuff. So yeah.
0: I mean he's done some cool so like the one he did with uh Fantagram. Mm-hmm. Biggram, that's a great album. It's fantastic, but, yeah. But the point is, like I, I, I love outcast and i've loved everything they've done i mean idle wild is that their last album
1: it kind of sort of i mean it's, it's really more like a soundtrack than it is that
0: album i've only listened to once yeah and i don't remember if i liked or hated it so i need to go back to it it's but... good
1: uh morris brown on that on that album is absolutely fantastic i mean i'll also
0: give it a listen yeah it's, it's... again but <laughs> i just think everything about this song is the energy the message is like it's so good yeah it's, it was between this and fresh and clean i was like oh god what's what song do i want to put on here as my favorite but this is the one that when it came on mtv i was like what is this because all my friends i mean don't get me wrong all my friends were listening to a lot of tupac eminem especially early eminem dr yeah. dre which i like sure but i didn't own any of that like i would download the singles but this is the album i was like oh this is the kind of rap i'm into yeah
1: this this is the good like stuff. It. Uh, yeah, uh, I was actually contemplating putting Hey Ya on this uh, on this playlist, um, which spoiler alert, it's not on here. Uh, but that is one of those songs also that has a, a deeper meaning, which I really appreciate about it because it's it's so poppy and just so it makes you want to just kind of jump around, you know, the whole shake it like a Polaroid picture. But then the entire time, Andre 3000 is talking about how like he can't like handle intimacy and he can't and he can't like. He can't handle like long-term relationships because like everything around him just goes to shit, and it's like, wow. I'm like the entire time he's he's talking about that, he's like, and clap your hands, clap your. It's like, oh holy shit, like, dude, what? Wait, hold on. Let's let's go back to this for a second. It's it's like completely just fools the entire audience. Question and, for you? Yeah.
0: Speaker boxer love below?
1: Ooh, ooh. I, I think love below. Cause love below. I had, would agree. Love below's got roses on it, and I and I.
0: Yeah, but speaker bo- box has uh Hold in the wall or whatever that song's called. Oh, uh, love that song.
1: Yeah, that one's good too. But yeah, but the ro-
0: beat on that one. Can we just play it for a second? I, just we, the
1: beat. Sure. If if, <laughs> if we're already if, two if we're, hours in. <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit at this point in time, right? Uh, hold on, I'll, I'll pull it up real quick. Speaker box, love below. Uh, you, you're thinking. You mean team of the boom? No, not team of the boom. Hold on a second. Where is it? Uh, hold on. Why? Why am I having such a hard time with this? Wait. What song were you thinking
0: of again? Hold on. Oh. It's towards the end of the album. It's yeah. Last call. Sorry. Oh, last called.
1: call. I was gonna say. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Hold on. I'll play a little for you. Here you go
4: last call tell the the wall
2: fuck y'all the shaking it y'all hold on i know i know it's coming we going do it till we
4: can't we
0: fall last <laughs> call that's one of my favorite hip just, hop beats ever.
1: Just fucking grimy, man. It's uh it's so good. It's so good. Ugh,
0: it gives me chills every time I hear it. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, but yeah, for for me it's Love Below cuz it's got Heya, it's got Roses on there. It's got uh She's Alive.
0: Happy Valentine's Day! I love that song. <sighs> or uh, that... Dracula's wedding. Yo, Dracula's wedding. Yo, <laughs> Dracula's wedding.
1: Yeah! Oh my God!
0: He's Such... got so much Bootsy Collins feel.
1: Yes,
2: but like that.
1: but that but that's Andre's whole style, man. I, I know we're, we're losing Benny completely here,
3: but <laughs>
2: it's, <soul. laughs> it's fine. Again, I know their like radio hits, so yeah, yeah. I've heard roses. I love roses. Like hey, uh, like. like what I mean, what what song is the? Is it the whole world? Is it So is no, the, the whole world like,
1: was never released uh, on a, a one of their proper studios albums. It was released on a greatest hits comp, which was like a okay. beast. Yeah, it was it was like basically a way for them to sell the the greatest hits comp.
0: Man,
3: yeah, now yeah. I
0: need to get their greatest hits on vinyl just because I want to hear that song again. It's so again, super, those could, are just it's super few, expensive
1: to find now too. Yeah, I I think I got a copy of it like during the pandemic for like hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, I'm really bummed that
0: like. I I have all their al- well the albums I really want. I don't have AT Aliens or AT Aliens. Atliens. Atliens. So yeah, Atlians. Um, we have it at my store, but it's like fifty nine ninety
1: nine. Ooh. That's just,
0: But like all the other ones are cheaper. They're like between thirty and you know lower forty. You can find and Atlians like, cheaper
1: on uh on Vital Me Please for like thirty. It's about 30. six.
0: It's I like that album, but not as much as the others. So it's like oh, I'm not spending sixty dollars on that album.
1: <laughs> Love you, outcast, but not sixty bucks. Love you. Yeah, uh, you can find that on uh, Vinyl Me Please for way cheaper.
0: I would buy. Hashtag I mean, not I, I didn't have to, but I would have bought Speaker Box Love Below for sixty. That's yeah. two great albums in one.
1: Absolutely, without question. Anyways, uh, I got that
0: cheap. Anyways, yeah. Let's move on to Benny.
1: <laughs> let's move on to Benny's last pick of his perfect songs. Hold on, let me get, let me get it queued up, and here it is.
4: Oh, to buy, yeah, love, I think. It's too early, and we just need a little time to ourselves. If my wall clock tells me that it's four in the morning, I'll give it hell. Cause I've been trying way too long to try and be the perfect song. When our hearts are heavy burdens, we shouldn't have to bow.
1: So who is that no, Benjamin? So good night
4: moon. Good night moon.
2: It's, uh, uh, it's good night moon by go radio. Um, so if you, if you know the early sounds of like mayday parade, um, like, the tales told by dead friends and lesson in romantics. You likely know the voice of Jason Lancaster, oh. who left Mayday Parade, who left May Day Parade um, many, many moons ago to form uh, Go Radio. Uh, I love, like, the intro to the song. Like, the beautiful piano paired with, I feel like he's a wonderful voice. Um, he is one of, like, my, I guess, like, like favorite, I guess, like, like singers like, like, like in the, like, genre. And our, this song is... It's naughty, but I can never get tired of listening to it. Uh, again, it's, I found like his kids' ability to write like a beautiful like, like, like love song is is pretty awesome. So I'm curious what you guys think, if you knew the song before, because uh, this might have been in an era where you were out of the scene or didn't have any on it.
0: I thought it was beautiful, and I've never heard of this band before in my life. Same.
2: Yeah, that so I that will is, be
0: checking it out.
2: Yeah,
1: that that is definitely a same for me all the time. But to... I have
2: never heard of Go Radio ever. Wow. Okay, cool. Interesting. So they only have and I wish they had it on like, like on vinyl cuz I would love this album on vinyl. Uh they did release it was like a 7-inch of Goodnight Moon and I forget what that other track was. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really matter to me at the time cuz it, it was I think it was during the pandemic. And I'm I'm just going to buy this so I have Good night moon on like, like, like on a on some form of vinyl but again depending on like what type of like parade frame like you are you like, I for one kind of fell off again I fell off um, after A lesson in romantics I did like dabble a little bit into like more of their albums but not as hard as I like, as I like loved less and Taylor was totally dead friends like those two are phenomenal like records um and i think a big part of it is because of the backing of J- J- of Jason Lancaster um but uh, that's my opinion um and <laughs> and i'm sticking to <laughs> so so it too, and i'm sticking to it because again it's there there's a lot of like, like hardcore like made fans, fans out there so don't come at me i still like them i just i like them more when cast was part of the band nice i
0: probably did too because i liked early mayday parade and that's all i really know is early mayday parade so. so same yeah same same right on. all right let's move on to
1: shakunis sh- shakunis this is my oh, final know, this is our final pick or my final pick and also the the final pick of the episode guys Aww. here it is you know it you love it but listen to it anyways
3: they will
4: see
1: There is nothing more I can say about this song that probably hasn't been said five million times by five million other people. But God damn it, this song is every bit of perfect or all wrapped into one. Nothing but like the one thing that I, I appreciate about this song as opposed to the other songs on this album. Don't get me wrong, uh, in case you didn't know, this is Such Great Heights by the Postal Service. Off the their only album called Give Up, uh, which just recently uh, is celebrating. I think it's like 15th anniversary or something like that, or maybe it's 20. their 20th. There you it's go. 20 god hard to believe uh we're getting old guys anyways um but um in every other song on this album it's really kind of focusing on dintel or jimmy tamborello's um his his electronic music with ben gibbard giving the vocals or or composing the vocals for it but ben actually has like a little bit of like a guitar solo that's kind of built in it's very simplistic but it's like it's the only time where you hear his his guitar uh chop shine through for a little bit so um Mm -hmm. but uh There's something about the chorus of this song that that just chokes me up every time that I hear it. Um, More importantly, too, uh, for those of you who have seen the movie Garden State uh, on the soundtrack, there is uh, Iron Wine covers this song, which some say is the quintessential version of the song. I tend to disagree, although I think it's a good cover. It is beautiful. Uh, It's it's a very beautiful cover, but nothing compares to the original on this one as far as I'm concerned. Um, But um, as a small kind of side story, too, is uh, this a song that I would always sing to my daughter? when she, uh, when she was first born when she couldn't sleep in the middle of the night so i would just i would sing her the iron and wine version of this song and she would completely Aww. fall asleep in my arms so it's like kind of like so it's like there's um there's like a little bit of a, a piece of me that, that also goes along with it too so i don't know i that's i I, I absolutely adore this album i adore uh, i wish they would make more music i know that ben pretty much ben gibber pretty much said he's never going to make any more postal service music and that's kind of sad um, but honestly You know when you know when you're going out on top why not go out with a fucking bang and this this album from start to finish is nothing but a a work of masterpieces but I feel like this one just kind of shines above the top I was going between this I was kind of floating between this song and uh, we'll become silhouettes um, is like because I I fucking love that song too even though that's like dystopian and very very dark in terms of its premise. But man, the, those two songs just—I I find myself going neck and neck with them all the time. But God damn it, we fuck have to find song. a way to
0: get to that show.
1: I know we do. <laughs> we really, I will really do. do <laughs> dirty
0: things on the streets. Oh, man, to get to that show,
1: I—I—I I, I saw them one time, and it was—I've
0: never seen Death Cab, and I've never seen Postal Service. Oh wow, crazy! I thought
1: you were supposed to go see Death Cab recently.
0: No. No, i, no.
1: I could swore you said you were going to.
0: No, I—I I remember last year, my daughter came home from her dad's house and then she was like oh guess what i went to do last night oh that's right but
3: i was like what what <laughs> without
0: me what? What? yeah i didn't even know that was happening oh
1: man um but yeah, yeah. that uh that there so i saw them i think when it was their 10th anniversary uh because they just like re- they just re-released it on vinyl with like a, a whole all their like their b-sides and like random remixes and stuff like that and uh they played everything and they brought jenny lewis on the tour with them too so it was like it it was one of those magical iconic moments that were just like it was at i think it was at the state theater too, if i remember correctly so i was like i was up in the balcony first row you could see everything that was going on on stage and then uh, a buddy of mine that was with me he was like we should go sneak down the floor and i'm like fuck yeah we should try and sneak down the floor and I, and I literally just walked past the, We, I was like dude just act like you fucking own the place and we literally just walked past the security guard that was like checking people's like wristbands or whatever to get into the, the main floor and we just fucking breezed right past and just did not give a shit and I'm just like I, I have and I got as close as I possibly could and I just remember having the time in my life and that show is just it just sticks out to me in the back of my mind as being like one of those shows I'll never forget but yeah, and, oh. and this and that and that song in particular is incredible. And that honestly, Benny, I'm very happy for you because you finally bought that album on vinyl, and uh, just, and you, it, you made you made a good wanna, choice,
0: sir. I do want to know, Benny. So it's so okay if you're not on our level with it, because this is an album that was there for me when I lost my virginity, and also there for me when I lost one of my best friends. Oh damn! So like a brain tumor. Oh damn! So like I have some hardcore connections to this album, mm. like this. There's songs on this album that make me cry. There's songs that like make me reflect on my whole life. Yeah. So I understand my level of love for this album is intense compared to mm-hmm. someone who just got introduced to it. So someone who did just get introduced to it, what do you think of the album?
2: Yeah. So I mean, again, I've I've only like listened to it like on like vinyl like a handful of times. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is I, I want to like, what I really want to do is actually like, like, read the lyrics as, like, like, as, I'm, as I'm listening to it because it was more so just like, like, like it was in the background as we were just kind of like hanging out, like, in our, our, our space here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really, like, easy and very, like, like, a very, very pleasant, like, a listen where I can just put it on and it can i mean it's in the best possible way it could be like, a really good like background noise where sure. it, if, there, if there was a room very beautifully I, and that's how i kind of kind of can describe it but i only have a favorite song yet but again, i definitely want to like dive into it a little a, a little more i'm um, definitely like, read the lyrics and just the, and kind of try and I understand the songs a, a little like more than just like Having it like sound nice to my ears, yeah. Because it definitely it, it definitely, it definitely a beautiful sounding record. But I definitely want to. Again, I won't ever get to the level um, that you guys are. Yeah, at.
0: he sings it to his daughter when she like. <laughs> and I have you lost like, you lost a, a friend heartburn.
1: to a brain tumor because, jeez,
0: yeah. So like we have we have history with this album, so yeah. I understand you're not gonna. Sure. But just to hear that you're enjoying it makes me happy. Same, agreed.
2: Yeah, and I know like that. I love you guys for it. You definitely. Try influence my purchases a little bit, but I do also ask for it as well. So mm. like, I'll like, hey guys, look what's on the on the on the wall <laughs> of my local record store. Buy it. this twenty anniversary album. Buy it, and Benny. For did.
0: for a nice let's try to make this rant not super long because we're so late, but Benny for a nice transition. Do you consider this pop punk or emo? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean. It probably could be emo.
1: It could be. I mean, Death Cab has been considered to be like an in emo indie rock band of sorts.
2: Um, Maybe it, it just. But I don't if like... I did consider it emo, just just say I did. Sure. Who cares if <laughs> I think it's emo?
0: I think people on the internet care.
2: <laughs> they do. They do. I mean, and it's so funny because this conversation, like, uh, of what is emo what is not, is probably still happening. On like a TikTok video that that, that I made that I didn't think was gonna be a huge deal, but these two people are going back and forth (laughs) about what real emo is, and it just it's so funny to me because one of the people that's defending, here's what happened right I made like an outer emo test I wasn't even calling it emo like the songs I just said like I'm an outer outer emo. And here's a here's a, a test of songs from that era, whatever whatever it is. Sure. And some guy comes, and he's like, "Oh, uh, only one that's emo there is uh, Jimmy Eat World," and uh, and which which was like, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm like, so I I was trying to be the the bigger person, and I just, okay, that's that's totally valid, I'm sure, um, if that's what you think, cool. Like I, I then like Waffle chimed in, Vinyl <laughs> Dad chimed in. Oh and no. And then it became this like, whole thing. And then I thought it was over, and I didn't make like a, a video response just to say like, "Why don't we just like love the music, guys? Like, just love each other. That's all. That's all I want to do is love each other and love the music. That's all that matters. Can't we all be buddies?" And then like someone, I think someone saw like the original, and it was some kid, and no word of lie, guys. I felt so old. <laughs> because, like, the, blessed, like the blessing the best He's like, "Oh, like my mom." And my teachers would say all oh, like like that pop and emo are, are interchangeable. And he was defending like my, like what I the video I made based on what his mom uh like believe like believes and listens to. So I'm oh assuming that like he's probably like like 17, and his mom is, is probably like our age, mm. like, maybe a, a a a little older. But it just was kind of funny how he brings in like. He's like, my mom and my teacher said this is right, <laughs> and I was like, good for you, man. Yeah. Uh, or, 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 or it just it, it was it was very very hilarious. But it just I was talking to Waffles a, a little bit about it offline, and it's just so wild how, and this happens not just in like like the emo pop punk genre, but like in many genres, like this internal conflict that we that we somehow. Have with each other. Uh-huh. That we that, that the people want to create to make a point, and I don't. I don't understand the reason why. And it's just a superiority I guess, thing. I, I think. What oh, was it,
1: sorry? I think it's just a superiority thing. Honestly, it's, it's Everyone wants to feel important for some odd reason, and and they'll usually and they'll find whatever small dumb thing that exists out in the world to basically feel like they're the expert of all experts on and try and like minimize other people in exchange. That's yeah. And this I has been
0: going on forever. I mean, if you look at metal has, Oh yeah. Metal, like, oh, metal heads have been fighting. What is metal and what's not metal for ever 50 years at this point or something. I <laughs> right.
2: don't know. Yeah. And I think, I think the point, and I'm sure it's happened with, with a like hardcore too. Like what is it like real hard? Like what is real hardcore? And I think he was, he mentioned something about, about like the like like the DC scene in like the '90s. I'm like, dude, you weren't even you probably weren't even alive then. <laughs> God, damn. that was that was phase one of emo. It okay, was. and that's that's great. Uh, but it just it just kind of funny. I mean, like it's it, people have their opinions. Like, I'm not always we're not always gonna agree, but there's no point of like poking the bear and causing uh, like a, a shift, like, like, causing you know like a, 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 not a shift. I forget what the I was thinking about. What a riff! Thanks, <laughs> thanks, oh. thanks, love. A <laughs> I, I riff, and they trying to create drama. It just makes no sense to me. But I will say though that when I was a, a young kid in the hardcore scene, yeah, I was kind of an asshole. So, but I, I think most hardcore kids were. I didn't have the internet to to like show like my opinions and and yell my opinions out. I I just I used to like I was. I was an asshole. I, I, I was like, I was, I was all about hardcore. My, my, local bands in, in my scene were the best bands ever. And if you like fucking ska, you were a wussy, man. <laughs> and that's, I, I honestly, I, 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 those words came out of my mouth and I, re, like, I obviously regret it because I ended up like, like liking ska too. Um, like, like later on in my life, but it's just so funny how like now that like, especially TikTok and like, Again, it's my own fault for putting it out to the universe. I, sh- I should know that the more a video gets like traction, the more
1: positive
2: yeah, you're get and, negati- yeah, oh, and negativity. Yeah, without question. So you get that's what, that's what you ask for. So it's my own fault for putting it out in the universe. Um, but I try my best. I try my best not to like like feed the fire. I just kind of I try to be like the bigger person and just like oh yeah, sure, good point. Um, but people, other people were like no 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 no. <laughs> i wanted to throw my two cents
0: in real quick sure so i've learned to just consider everything alternative music that's not mainstream music like i don't believe in genres anymore i don't say anymore if i think something especially new is emo or pop punk or punk or sure whatever i mean i think the last time i lost my shit was when i think it was when i first got on tiktok and someone was like doing a these emo bands and Lincoln park was one of them. And I was oh, like, no, I wanted to comment. I'm like, I'm a bigger person than that. Like, I love Lincoln park. I don't, and I get it. They're emotional, but like, I think emo, the actual genre died at the late nineties. Um, and, and then I think same with punk, there's still punk bands out there, but they're not the bands that everyone considers punk anymore. Right. Like I, honestly mall punk kind of took over and mall punk encompasses everything from screamo emo stuff like that. Oh, I, I called it hard. mall punk because it's popular, you know, I, I mean, mean, yeah. I worked at hot topic for a long time and all that music was all just basically one big gumball machine and you would put your quarter in. Yep. And as much as I love it all, do not get me wrong. Like, I mean, <laughs> I have tattoos of most of these bands all over me, but when but it comes that, that's to a point
2: though, it, classifying
0: yeah. a band, unless it's ska, because that's a pretty punch in the face genre.
2: Yeah,
1: I, for the I, most I agree. part.
0: Now, not always, because like, like Kill Lincoln, or you know, bands like that. Newer ska bands—they're breaking genre grounds too. I'm mm-hmm. Sure, they have horns. So I've just learned that to not cause any riffs online, I just say it's alternative music for the most part. I'm
2: sure that if I if I was like uh, the alternative music test, someone would be like. Oh, that's a fucking alternative.
3: <laughs> you
2: alternative cr- creeds, alternative. Alternative from the pop. No, I I, I realize that, but <laughs> I feel like somebody, somebody would definitely have an opinion about that. No matter what we say, it doesn't it doesn't matter. And but he came into my store.
0: Punk. So this is funny. So my the owner of my record store is a punk drummer in some very memorable bands like the Meat Men or. Um, negative approach like hardcore punk bands sure and we, he was telling me not even two days before Benny came in that he it hurts him to put Green Day and Blinkway 2 into the punk section no how dare you because he doesn't consider them punk he doesn't think they're bad He just not punk and I would agree with that because besides Dude Ranch and everything before Blinkway 2 has not been punk I mean that's in true in a very long time no, that's Green true. Day,
1: but Green Day,
0: Insomniac was the last time Green Day really was punk.
1: Yes, agreed. I'll agree with that statement too.
0: I mean, well, so, and maybe so,
2: maybe Nimrod. But
0: we put them in there because that's where people look for them. Sure, that makes I was going to
2: I actually asked you this question because because I was asking. I think I was I was asking you because at my store, I was like there was like a, a punk section, but I was always curious like why they put certain bands outside. That's where you gonna section. look. Mm-hmm. I like, think that's where I'm gonna look. Like I understand, like maybe like early Wonder Years, is very pop punk. But now they're kind of away from like they're alternative. Like, yeah, just yeah, they're like they're an old rock band.
0: And I love alternative. All this is yeah. alternative rock.
2: But I mean, like I remember like like, like, like Dashboard. Like like it's in, in some stores you might find that in like the like the like indie or or, or like like punk section because it's like pop punk. Sure. Or 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 it's an like emo. Sorry. Or it's a, whatever you want to classify that as. Um, but again, it's always weird to me because at my local store, I've I, I rarely go and find something I I, I like in my punk, in the punk section anymore because most of it is
1: in the indie section.
2: Yes, but yeah. the thing is, they have like, band, like bands like New Found Glory still in in punk. Yeah. Which depending on who you ask. They, they definitely are pop punk, but they're not really punk. So it's it, it's I, I agree with Dan. It's so it's so hard to classify bands like these days. Like Cone, everything like like alternative is is probably the best option and safest option because it, it is true. Like all of these bands that we that we like that we love are, are basically alternative bands, but they have like different like stri- different like, stems of. It's just on.
0: like when new wave got popular because they didn't know what to classify half these bands when they were coming out, so they just came up with the genre new wave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I wouldn't consider all of Flock of Seagulls very new wavey, or you know, a lot of these bands they just didn't know where to put, it. and that's what emo became in the two thousands. They're yes. Like we're gonna just call it emo.
1: If there's yeah. any any something anything that's sad in it's automatically emo. You know what I say though? It, it, pop pop punk is not a genre. Or punk is not a genre. Punk is a state of mind. You know?
0: I, same with emo, and I agree with that. I wouldn't classify a band, but I would classify a person as emo or pop punk. All day. Or punk or hardcore or, you know, new metal if they're wearing a red ba- baseball hat. Or- back <laughs> That's That's right. I was That's right. always. Like, and
2: they want to break up, stuff? Though, I don't know why. I never classified myself as as an emo, as a punk. I, I was just kind of like a scene kid. Sure. And I didn't really know what else to, cause I was to. I didn't. I didn't really i wasn't like a very very sad person no scene
0: kid is a perfect example of what you could call someone because there was a scene
2: and they were in the scene that's what in my head out loud said i was a scene kid but in my brain i didn't i wasn't a punk like what i saw punks to be i wasn't really the like an emo like i, I had like the like, like the hair i guess a little bit and People you always kind of gave me shit for having like the emo bangs but i don't i did not really care like it's i i liked it but at the time again I only thing i really felt like in love with was like being a scene kid because i liked all these different kinds of bands and again like i i feel like that's and found Va- 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 that actually brought up in in the comms he's like when we were kids like especially like, the, the pop punk emo whatever like like, like bands if like they were all like, most of them were touring together most true and at the time like i mean i was naive i didn't know what the to call it so everyone else was just calling everything emo so that's kind of just what we ran with for sure and now we have an entire like community online and in the world calling each other like like outer emails <laughs> and, and i think that that might be why like the licking park like Probably got looped into that because I feel like a lot of like the scene, a lot of like the, see, the scene, the seeing kids most likely listen to a little bit more like mainstream artists too. And yeah, Lincoln Park was one of those that were, were kind of like in the scene a little bit, but they were a lot more popular, sure. So that's probably why I'm guessing that's why that band was looped was kind of like grouped into. Like, like, like that playlist or that video. Maybe. And my final comment on this whole thing. Is, I
1: was going to say, we, we, I feel like we could talk about this for hours, guys.
2: I know. <laughs> it's a whole so, episode. Yeah. 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 I feel
0: like a lot of the people that fight about emo online, like if you think about the early bands, like Dag Nasty, Rites so of Spring, Beef Eater, like the New York hardcore bands that suddenly got the genre emo. Yeah. They were not what is definitely nowhere near what is considered what emo is now. So like no. to see those people that were really into that scene to see what is now considered emo, like, it's kind of like my opinion of candy-coated pop punk. Like mm. when pop punk was popular in my day, we had our Green Days, our Blink. Back day, in my our 741s, day. And then yeah, choose on. what we aim come aim for comes out, and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> you can't call this pop punk.
1: No, how dare you? Well I'll tell this you, is 98
0: oh. degrees with guitars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I still like that album, though. Anyways, a, too, a, 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 anyways, uh, so we can wrap this up. Dan, where can I find you on the internet?
0: You can find me at Ecto Cooler Ghost or Fighting With People on Benny's TikTok. <laughs>
1: Apparently, yes. Hey, Benny, where can I find you on the internet?
2: You can find me um, at your five most favorite places to be. Oh um, Well, actually, three, maybe four. Uh, but Benny and Wax on Twitter, on whatever, Instagram, on TikTok, whatever you want. That's fair,
1: three. Fair enough. Uh, you can find me probably not in your top 8, probably not in your top 5. Oh, but this is th- my space. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find me at the Big Shakuna pretty much also or on the internet as well. And uh, make sure to go to our website. It is www.besideourselves.com where all of our playlists, all of our socials, pretty much anything and everything you can think of that's related to this podcast is there. Go check it out. Maybe go buy a t-shirt if if that's something you're into doing. Maybe maybe Dan will design us some new t-shirts at some point in time.
0: Guess what I started doing this week.
1: (gasps) Don't tell me there's a new design coming.
0: Getting on it. Woo! oh shit oh shit. shit uh also uh
1: as a quick little uh small little quick little promo here before we uh, wrap up things out for today uh our 100th episode is quickly approaching hard to believe it's i know we we signed on at episode 69 nice um, <laughs> <laughs> uh uh it's been that many it, yeah 69 was Jeez. where we started man Yeah, that's ridiculous. I know it was the perfect episode to start on, as far as I'm concerned. But for our 100th episode, we are going to be doing a TikTok live slash Instagram live Q and A session uh, where you can join us, uh, ask questions, Uh, you can uh, suggest bands for us to check out or songs to check out that we may have never talked about in this podcast or even heard of before, and we'll we'll play them, we'll listen to them, we'll give you our honest, genuine feedback, and maybe Dan will get us drunk. Who knows? Uh, But. Make sure you go and check that out. It's our episode 100. It's coming soon to your favorite podcast listening service of choice. And also we'll be talking about it on our socials too. So uh, if you want to join in on the combo and have fun with us, um, make sure to go to our website, ourselves.com, for all the links and fun stuff like that. And with that being said...
0: It's time to flip the record. It's time to have some fun. Oh, no, sorry. It's time to flip the record.
1: Uh, On the Muppet Show tonight. Okay, sorry. Why say, don't you get things so- Oh <laughs> Why don't you get things started? Why don't you I get I
0: said th- let's pick five songs. That won't be a long episode. Not at all.
1: <laughs> Not at all. It'd be the quickest episode Balliest we've
2: ever gotten. Ever. Ever. Good. ever. good talk though. That was a great conversation. It was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah.